you love Michigan sports. Red Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, and the list goes on. And you love beer. Love beer. Who doesn't? What if we mixed the two together? My sports. We'll talk everything Michigan sports like only we do, and then we'll down our fair share of beer from a local brewery. Grading the beer throughout the episode. So pop a cold one on your end, and we'll get busy on ours. This is the state of my sports. And this is episode 170. We're recording live on August 23rd, 2022. During our beer flight, our De Hops beer flight segment, we'll discuss some of the old men doing old men things. We've got some sportsmanship to talk about. We're talking about uh, old men today. That's what. And. It's first number one on the list. And <laughs> more, we're talking about old and men. And you guys have changed since I've been here. <laughs> right. Uh, the core of the episode will be our, our college football. Full season preview. Uh, who are some of the most intriguing teams and players heading into week zero? Uh, we will have our picks. Wow, this is, I, I don't know what's going on. This is awful. Uh, <laughs> picks are back in our betting hero segment. And as always, we will great, we will rate and review a Michigan craft beer. Uh, if you're joining us live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch, let us know uh, what you're sipping on tonight and let us know your thoughts on all of our topics and be part of the conversation. We'll read the comments and We'll, we'll let you know everything, so it's, it's good. Let us know what you like, dislike, all that good stuff. Share it, like it, all that good stuff. Um, before we jump in, I did want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors that help keep this thing rolling and free for our listeners. The Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports, and bettinghero.com helps us, and you get the best promos available in the sports betting world. I am Sam Waltart. With me today, we got Micah Smith. Yo. Ryan Waltart, back Hello. from vacation. Yeah. Familiar here. face here. It's about time you showed up. Jarrett Fenema. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome. On, on loan from the happiest co- podcast on earth. Yeah. All the way from Florida. Happy to be back with my boys. Yeah. Here, so. And John working working hard Happier? behind the scenes. Happy to be in your podcast. Happier John waved podcast. to everybody. He's busy trying to dial in Jarrett's voice. So. Oh, is it bad? No, I'm just kidding. We're here. Just had to give you a hard time. Uh, but no, all of us here. Blowing this this feels up. good. Jarrett, thanks for joining us, man. How no, you been? Happy. It's great to be back in Michigan. Uh, definitely excited to be here with my boys, like I said. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's just I feel like it's been so long since I've been back here. But yeah. excited football is right around the corner, and we're yeah. gonna have a dang good time. Let's <laughs> you, go. You scheduled your vacation around when football is gonna start, so you can come on the podcast. Hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Hundred percent. This is the only reason I came to Michigan <laughs> right, for two exactly. weeks is yeah. to do this episode. Just this one that. episode. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, we're excited. Excited to talk football. Excited to to just catch up with everybody, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Ryan, you were on vacation. Yeah, allegedly. You, yeah. One of them was vacation. <laughs> Actually, one of them was vacation. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. But I forgot where, about that one. I think you've been gone for three weeks. Is that right or two? Maybe. Uh, I yeah, know. I mean, three weeks since the last podcast. Yeah, so yeah. two weeks off in between. So how you been? What, what have you been up to? Uh, pretty good, yeah. I took a trip out to Denmark. First time there. All right. I uh, was there for several days. What state is that in? Just a quick <laughs> trip out to Denmark, you know? Yeah. <laughs> North Dakota. It's like a, a four-hour drive. Took a drive, <laughs> yeah. Ended up in Denmark somehow. Um, and then actually did just take a quick drive over to Sweden for a little while just to say that we went to Sweden. So that was kind of cool. Uh, checked a box there. Um, and then ended up down in Germany. And it was all work-related stuff. It's not nothing that you guys really care to hear about. So <laughs> or that you can share. Not gonna, not gonna, yeah, I can't really <laughs> talk about it. But um, 
Yeah, I think I think the the biggest highlight there is just eating a whole bunch of open face sandwiches in Denmark. Yeah, yeah, that's mm, what they that do. Sounds there. pretty good. So it's just like one piece of bread. You don't put the second one on top, and you just like fill it up. It's basically a tostada you, you with, have with to bread. Eat it with a fork and knife. I'm a big fan of that. I'm yeah, I, I like it too. Yeah, yeah, because the the sandwich there's a lot of pressure. Number one, you got to make everything f- too flat on the inside. Okay. Because you got to get that second piece of bread on top, uh, but then also it forces you to have good enough quality bread where it can it can support whatever you're putting on there. All right. So no soggy bread allowed. Well, yeah, like, in Denmark they they have very you don't good like bread. Pick it up though, right? You They're bread it, people. You like pick? You eat it with a fork and knife. Right? No, no. no? Then you, you can eat it up. And eat it? Yeah, you can do either one, but yeah, you can you can eat a fork and knife, eat it, but picking it up. How did you choose to eat it? I did both. So is it like it, it's probably bread? <laughs> And then like the like the tomatoes and stuff that you'd put on a sandwich, I'm assuming. And then like end on top literally of meat? anything. It could just be it could be. But you don't um, want like like a lock sandwich with, you don't with want like tomato smoked on salmon. Top. And then like you peanut stick butter your and jelly. No, the- I'm just saying like what you're thinking of a sandwich. This is this is anything else. It could be like chicken salad. It could be anything. It's just that's what an open face sandwich is. It's okay. not it's not typical sandwich ingredients all the time. It could be interesting. Doesn't matter. I might try grilled cheese without the other piece of bread one of these days. Well, how would you grill? I guess you don't have to grill the other side. No, you don't you, have to. It's just melted cheese exactly. on a on a bread. That actually sounds pretty good. Food, and then you food, don't do the cooking, do you? Food truck idea, I think. I cook a lot, man. I go. did burgers for you guys. Called Danish, you're all set. Jeez. <laughs> I got them ramped up already. Yeah, I made you cheeseburgers, and you called me out for not cooking? Anyways. That's the only thing I brought back with me yeah, from Denmark is yeah. just a sandwich but then, topic. But then you went to... <laughs> good job, good radio. <laughs> Great work. Great work, Trip. Sounds about right. Yeah. No, but uh, then you went to Mackinac with your family. And how'd that go? Yeah, Mackinac that was... City, and then you went to the... Yeah, island? we were camping in Mackinac City. That was that was actually great. I, we're definitely... As long as the weather can always be 73 during the day, sunny, and then 55 at night that requires a sleeping bag, I'm game. Sign, yeah. me, sign me up to camp. Yeah, no rain. It was, it was terrific. We spent one day on the island... I love Mackinac Island. I just I could be there. I I really want a cottage there. I've probably talked about it on the podcast yeah. before, but just uh, I don't know. Just ride around, and have the kids have their freedom to go like navigate the streets on their bikes. It's just a ton of fun. Yeah, cool. Jared, how you been, man? You you live it's in Florida great. now. Live in Florida. Um, just moved to Orlando. So I was in Tampa. Moved to Orlando. It's great. Um, a lot of friends over there. Living the Disney dream, you know, just being by the park, still can yeah. go. I don't go as much as any, anymore, but uh, the podcast, you know, kind of enforces us to have to go get content there. Yeah. But um, it's great, man. I love it. It's good to be back, though. Like I said, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I miss everybody here, but winter is right around the corner. Yeah. Winter is coming. Winter is coming, and I don't <laughs> <Wow>. like winter. <laughs> no, I, I don't like winter either. No, yeah. do you think you're gonna? Mi- you were talking earlier off air that you were like you were happy to move to Orlando because like more friends there and stuff like that. But once football starts, hockey starts, like, are you gonna miss the sports side of of what Tampa brought? Um, yeah. So like being a flag runner at, with the Bucks was a blast. Yeah, um, careful saying flag runner. On this oh, yeah. you can, <laughs> some people can. I won't say it. only one person. I will not say it. I'll never forget that episode when I was listening in on you guys. We got banned on um, six different <laughs> platforms. <for a> day. <laughs> no, that is. Uh, it's definitely. You know, they say Champa Bay for a reason. It's a. Uh, it's a very solid town when it comes to sports. Um, Orlando's. You know, not the same. It's. You know, we have the Magic, which are who are terrible right now. Um, Orlando City games are a lot of fun for like MLS and stuff, but like other than that, you're just you know you're close enough. Like it's only an hour and a half away, so 
I can still go to some Tampa games. It's not like a huge, huge deal. Um, I'll miss flag running. I really will. But at the same time, like, I don't need to do it again. It was like yeah. it's very time consuming on Sundays when I want to watch like my team play. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like and yeah, I wasn't even a Tampa fan. So fun like to watch Brady and stuff, but you'd that was the whole be reason I did following it. on like your fantasy, all your bets. And Dude, that sucked. Kind of stuff, yeah, right? that sucked. Like I'd miss out like guys not playing and then I get done with my game and I'm like, dang it, I started <laughs> this dude and he was on like I think that just means you're <laughs> you're older than like 29 right <laughs> it's gotta be isn't, that a, isn't yeah. that a rule that you turn into that fantasy guy very like when much you're 30 years old yeah. i watch sports for my fantasy team i used to be point. so dedicated to fantasy and now i'm just yeah. like oops i had a guy in the il for eight weeks yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, i just found out four <laughs> weeks in yeah yeah um, we got our, our our punishment for you on thursday yeah maybe, no allegedly? i just yeah yeah exactly first time i've lost one of those but that was it'll be fine wait what is it what happened happy to be part yeah. of it it'll be good so we did a four mainly it was me micah Ryan and our friend Donnie, who lives over there. You remember Donnie? I think you met Donnie. Yeah, I know Donnie. Um, it was just four man league. We did a draft. Um, four man league. Four man league. Well, four man. It's like you have, you have stud teams. You have oh yeah. At least so two fun. quarterbacks with an option for a third quarterback. You yeah. have like a million running backs, a million wide yeah. receivers. It's actually a ton of fun. It is. It's a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and and then it's just the total number of points that you accumulate through the season. And I was like probably. I don't know, hundreds behind everybody. You, you tailed off towards the end of the uh, season. And that was one of those things that I I, I looked at my t- my roster like midway through the season. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have everybody starting. Like I didn't even have the roster filled for all oh, my no. my slots. And we're all just so. pumped. Like <laughs> yes, like, <laughs> Dude, like, just I'm not nobody tell him. Like, let's just let him burn. Yeah. It's so cool, but it's just as stressful. Like you have these stud teams, like. Each four guys, like they're like, yeah. Oh, we, I've got a stud team, and the next guy's like, I got a stud team. Yeah, you yeah, put up, you know, that would be tough. You get a player that puts up eighteen points, you're disappointed. Right, not the way fantasy works. It was like I like mocked everybody in the league for not taking Christian McCaffrey, or I took him like number one overall. And I'm like, you guys are all suckers. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, I, was, and then I was the sucker. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so what does the loser have to do? So we got a, our our redraft. We're gonna draft this year up at the Hops. And then we're gonna play some pool, and he's got to pick up the tab. So, oh, it's on me. Yeah, stay thirsty, it's my friends. Right. Good thing we got a connection <laughs> with Dobbs. So, <laughs> wait, when is this? This tab, upcoming Thursday? Gonna I'm gonna up. use the uh, yeah. Men- to my sport. Does that count for me? Mention the, right? the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of them are just like 100. <laughs> percent yeah, I was like, "This is ten percent off my first ten beers, right?" <laughs> exactly. You better That's be up hilarious. there for Taco Tuesday. Oh, Taco Tuesday! Taco Tuesday. Well, mm. it's gonna be on a Thursday. Oh, beer night and beer. burger. Thirsty yeah. Thursday. Tuesday's Tuesday's podcast night. I'm gonna I'm make sure oh. not to use my <laughs> mug for that discount. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm regular glasses, please. My mug's been missing for six weeks at least, and I'm not happy. Is it really? It. Yeah. Every time I ask for my mug, and I've even looked. For, like on podcast night when we record, really, it's, it's nowhere to be found. It's broken. Then it's I gone. Think, I think that that a hole that didn't that doesn't like us that he's quit now. So I think I can call him out. He was a jerk, and he was, nobody liked this this server. Oh. I think he broke it on oh, purpose. Oh. I really you do. Call him right out. I'm gonna call him out. He doesn't listen. Obviously, oh, check out the hops. The best service in Grand Rapids. Now, it just went. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now that he's gone, I wonder if a hole will get us kicked in the <laughs> <laughs> other platforms. Watch me show up on Thursdays. Yeah, you sucker! <laughs> <laughs> I know you were talking about me. I'm the worst. I know it was me. <laughs> That's That's awesome. I, I'm convinced. Symbol. I'm convinced he broke it on purpose. But let's get into what we're drinking tonight. You guys good with that? Let's do it. What are we drinking tonight, Micah? So, oh. transient episode. Yeah. 
Transient Tuesday, baby. <laughs> Transient Tuesday. <laughs> We're actually drinking two different transients. We are. John, so, did you get any of this first one here? Wait, is this our uh, flight topic already or no? We haven't gotten there yet? Uh, no, we do the beer intros, then flight topic. Uh, John, yeah, lay off the it. Miller Lite. I know. Carrie, also longtime listener of the show, had a bad experience with that same server. It yes. Like, oh. So. Yeah. He's, well, he's, that's a bummer. Hopefully, hopefully he's gone. I was talking to the, the girl waitress that I actually really like there. Um. And I think I think we came up with the idea that he's gone. That's so. a hot lead. Yeah, you really liked her, huh? She was yeah. actually a really good server. She's she's one of the better ones. Okay, if not the best, but I'll have to go check but her did, out. Did she say what she was drinking yet, or no? Not yet. Whoa, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Right. She likes to do it two uh, two segments later. So <laughs> you guys see that Victor Reyes is hit four thirty one with two outs this year. <laughs> what a stat! Like. We're not on the flight segment yet, Ryan. Oh, okay. That was so, my flight segment. <laughs> so here we go. We asked Micah six minutes ago right. what the beer right. is, and we just went off on a tangent. So, is this so, is so this we're transient tangent. Well, no, this is the one you picked up. We're trying right. something a little different right now. We're trying one brewery, trying two beers for the podcast. Love it. And so this one we're starting off with is the juice is loose, double India Pale Ale. It's an eight percenter. A whole pint in I'll that can. You. Can you imagine? Um, th- I don't know what else to say about this beer because there's nothing else on here. Their description. Besides, they're, they're not on the. Beers. Listen, besides this beer, cost six bucks a can. You guys, <laughs> yeah. this isn't cheap. That's crazy. Enjoy okay. <laughs> so Ryan was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it, th- I love this it. This is a nice beer." Ryan, Ryan might think it's a little heavy, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm a lightweight these days. Yeah. I think it's one of those uh, half shamless. One of those twenty nine thirty year old things. Juicy IPAs. I think on Untapped you could probably find a really nice description. Yeah, we'll probably do that for the beer beer uh, grades. Does that sound good? Sure, sounds good. And then after that, we're gonna dig into claws out. Claws are out. Sorry, it's a double dry hopped, double rice IPA, uh, seven point eight percent alcohol by volume. Uh, again, from Transient as well. We're going to get more information. But man, look at that color, you guys. That, I, that it's unreal. very orange. I love the, the color of that one. I really do. But before we jump into our DeHops Beer Flight segment, I want to remind everyone that DeHops Brewing Company and Cafe is serving incredible food and pouring some of the best craft beer in West Michigan. No, Ryan, I have not updated this read since you've been gone. I asked for it. I know, and I didn't Publicly called you out on uh, it. <laughs> Chef Dan's free revamped food menu and head brewer Ben's rotating taps, wine and ciders make DeHops perfect for whatever you have going on. From a night out on Ryan's tab during your fantasy draft. Uh, dinner with the family, late night drinks with friends, and everything in between. The Ben and Dan duo is putting a ton of their time and energy at making DeHops a staple in the West Michigan restaurant community that we highly recommend to our friends and listeners now that A-Hole Server is gone. They have Taco Tuesday, Stein Night Wednesday, Thursday, any burger and beer for 15 bucks. I'm just all in on that uh, today, just for the record. Along with some unbelievable specials on Fridays and Saturdays, we highly recommend following them on Instagram and Facebook where they share their weekly specials and some incredible food and beer pictures that will make your mouth water. The Hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2022. If you mention State of My Sports, you'll get a nice little discount off of your first beer. Carrie is now now she's getting it in there. (laughs) Carrie, what you got? Carrie's got a Corona seltzer uh, made in... Let's go seltzer life. um, Seltzer life. Brewed in Corona. (laughs) Corona. Brewed in Corona. Is well, it brewed in Corona, Mexico? I don't know. Uh, is it's that originally where they came from, but they might brew it somewhere else. No, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder who owns Corona. In I bet America. You, like, I bet you one of the big names own Corona. They just haven't told us yet. I feel like somebody from Entourage owns it. Really? 
Oh yeah, no, avion. <laughs> yeah, that avion was. tequila. Oh, yeah. Avion tequila. No Turtle. Reasons, but all right, what are, what are we talking about today, <laughs> Ryan? You didn't get your your beer flight segment topic in, but let, I, I, I think you should start us off on just catching up of stuff we missed. You missed out on talking about, right? Yeah, it sounds great. You guys can the fill me in. The right? biggest thing was Alavila getting the can, right? Yeah. Yep. Got kicked right out. Good thing or bad thing? Yeah, I think it's absolutely a, a good thing overall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I would have been judging after all these episodes of like Avila's the worst, she and then sucks. you guys are like, man, I really wish we wouldn't have done that. Yeah, like we that should, stinks. We kept them a well, I'm, bit I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably the one that was off that train. Like you were a little more level headed. Yeah, just trying to be like, okay, look, he's made some good moves. He's made some of the worst trades. We can all agree on that. Now, some of these other trades were, were. You know, living in, we have some pretty good bullpen arms and some other, you know, younger guys as a result of them. But I'm not, I'm not here to to defend what he's done. I think most of the draft decisions, um, he's actually hit really on really, really good prospects on in later rounds so far, and we're seeing some of the benefits of that. You know, with like Derek Scoobal and and what's his name, the new the new kid that's coming in and, and playing Kerry pretty well. Carpenter. Yeah, Kerry Carpenter, and some of these guys are like you know ninth round draft picks that are are contributing, um, but. Overall, we've been so bad that you know it's hard to miss on a lot of these high-end draft picks, especially these days when advanced metrics allows you to, to really see how good these high school arms are and college, you know, hitters are. Yeah, so. it's funny you brought up advanced metrics because that's kind of the topic going on around right now is the Robbie Grossman and how quickly the Atlanta Braves used video and advanced metrics to fix him. Now, I mean, he's doing what he did last year in Detroit, so it's not like anything too crazy, but he's he's. He said he was more comfortable. He said that they fixed him in a lot of ways. Is that a concern of yours at all, or is that just kind of just? I think it's really easy to hit when everybody in your lineup is really good. I think yeah. it's really easy to hit when you're winning the game and you have momentum on your side all the time. I think it's easier uh, to hit in in the Braves ballpark rather than at Comerica. Like there's yeah. there's a lot of reasons for these things, and, and I mean really the field has a lot to do with it. So if if he didn't feel comfortable hitting at home, I mean half your games you're like kind of wishing you were somewhere else. Um that in itself would be, you know, not a good scenario for him, but I don't buy it. Last year he he hit pretty well. You know, he, he had, yeah, year. it was like 20 something bombs, 23 home runs, yeah. hitting 250 on base all the time. Uh that's the reason like we were all kind of excited to have him back and that's the reason he's still a trade value this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so did they go in and fix something in their in his swing this year? Yeah, possibly, but it does. It's not a result of the Tigers like ruining him or or being a bad place to hit. Yeah, no, uh, I, I don't buy it. JD Martinez's career turned around in in Tigers and with Detroit. I know different regime and everything else, but I, I, I'm not going to read too much into that one um, with Grossman. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it as much as there was to talk about in the last few episodes, there wasn't like anything crazy to get on. I mean, tons of football talk. We're going to talk Lions here soon. Kind of get your thoughts on some of the the important positions and stuff. But um, other than that, I mean, I can't even think of what we talked about. Maybe a flight. Maybe did we do a, a banana boat that we need to get? No, I don't think so, right? We haven't done a banana boat in a while. We got to jump in back on that. Let's get on that. Yeah, I don't know Summer's we, almost over, We Sam. went all summer without a banana boat, I think. But I don't know. It's good to have you back. Yeah, good to be back. <laughs> uh, Micah, what did you want to talk about today? I wanted to talk about an old man. Old man doing old man things. Tony Larusa. I remember when that was the Jim Lane. Show your respect, all right? Old Show man your respect to Tony before he. So th- the man has been well respected for a while, right? In and out of organizations, 
helping him win. I get it. But he has made one of the weirdest strategic decisions in a long time. So uh, in June, <coughs> he was <laughs> he had a uh, one-two count. And what happened is he decided to intentionally walk the batter <laughs> with a one-two count. And since then, nothing had happened, but this past Friday night, he decided to double down and do it again, down 5-2 against the Cleveland Guardians. And I do not understand <laughs> what is running through the man's mind, if anything is, to make a decision like that. So, like, the whole, like, old man thing, like, what's going on? Like, we can we can all laugh about Jim Leland's mistakes or just be, you know, straight up angry about it. But... Tony Larusa, what are you doing, my man? What, what's um, the scenario? What what's like the were there how many people on base? Did somebody just steal second? I'm assuming somebody stole second, and that's when they he decided. But it's just it's very bizarre. What? I would say. But at what point? Yeah, like you're you're up one, one two on one, the two count. On the count like, even even if it's the right baseball move, you throw three straight breaking balls in the dirt and try yeah. to get him to chase. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. What you do. It just makes no sense. Well, yeah. they had the fan so, thing too. Did you see that one? No, no I didn't. What happened with him? That so guy got on first. I think it was like eighth or ninth inning. Slow guy got on first, walked or hit or something, yeah. or maybe not, maybe not second. Um, they were like. Everybody, every fan like near the dugout was like, you know, why aren't we pinch running at this point? Like this guy is terrible on defense. We need him in the night. I did hear about and this. And a fan that was right next to the dugout was like, pinch run with this guy. Like this guy on your bench, put him in. And like within two seconds, like in the middle of like the account, the count, Larusso was just like, call timeout. That guy goes out there, no and they're like, way. he literally is listening to fans at this point oh what to do. God. Like, he didn't know. And so they put that guy in. There was a base hit. That guy scored. Like, it ended up being perfect <laughs> scenario. But, like, like literally, you'll have to see the video. Like, fans it's just like, like a fan video of, the like, end. the guy, like, put in. I don't know the person's name, but, like, put in this person that pitch runs. <laughs> Come like on, a, Tony. It's like the angels in the outfield, like. Yeah, he's got an angel. Tony. He's got an angel. Put him, him in. I see him. <laughs> it was. It was just like that. Is it like Eloy Jimenez or something? And like it that worked. It was so crazy. Of like perfect scenario, base hit. The guy ran it in from a throw. Like it was so perfect. There's been so that is many Tony. complaints about Tony Larusa for out of White Sox fans, and I'm honestly not happy with him because I, I I built this parlay and I picked every single division winner. <laughs> Comes down to betting, <laughs> and like right now, the White Sox are the only ones that are screwing me by not winning the division. I'm not oh, happy about man. it. So, and there might be another team. I think the Braves are still trailing, but other than that, I got them all. Tigers are screwing me. Uh, yeah, I did have money on the Tigers <laughs> to win the division at the beginning of the year. I cashed it out at 23 cents. The juice was loose. I also, was like level-headed about in. this one too. <laughs> um, John, what, what would you want to talk about today? Yeah, we'll keep it with uh, baseball. Baseball. Let's There's do still it. some baseball to watch. Another old man doing old man things. Yeah, the Tigers, you know, <laughs> they're kind of waving the flag, and we don't have much hope for the rest of the season. But, uh, you know, we're used to milestones, right? Yeah. In Detroit with Miguel Cabrera making his uh, his mark in uh, baseball history, etching his name. Another one to look out for is Albert Pujols. Yeah. Um, not a huge uh, 
supporter of the show and maybe not a fan favorite he of some of the once, hosts. He was not happy about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, he just hit his 693rd home run last night off Jeez. of an old Tiger, Drew Smiley. Oh wow! So Smiley. that's kind of cool to see that he's still out there pitching. Uh, <laughs> he's still doing that. pitching meatballs to Has he some power out hitters. How to curve his hat or no? Or does he still wear a flat brim? <laughs> uh, I'm, you got to teach him. Yeah, not quite sure. Um, he's got a small head. So yeah, 41 games left in the season. He needs seven more to reach 700. Um, yeah, he's right now on pace to potentially do that if we talk recent history. But yeah, he would join the 700 club with Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth. That's He'd be the first one not connected to steroids to do so. Um, Officially connected. Yeah. At this point, do you just jack up on steroids for your last 40 games? Because you're not (laughs) going to get tested when you're done. I think you'd take it all. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a a hot take. Cork bat, too. He's got like 14 or 15 home runs this year. Yeah. The past like week or two, he's got like six or seven. I think he juiced up. He might be juices loose. Yeah, for, he's uh, the juices loose on that one too. Why not? I I also wouldn't be surprised if they're like bending them in there for him to to do it. Yeah. Oh, they're just like it, yeah, Letting putting him, it in. They're his giving him the water. Fernando Tatis is like, hey, you can like, have the rest of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, that could I'll be. Give you, but I'll give you a deal. Anyway, yeah. yeah, he's got seven home runs in his last thirty at bats. Yeah, Jeez. dude, and he had he has like fourteen on the year, fifteen. So yep. like he is just ready to go. He's on a streak. Uh, since August 9th, he's batting five fifty six. On base percentage of 585, and he's slugging one point eight four six. Lord, and they say he's, he's 42, but he's actually like 48. Isn't that the, the rumor? Is like what? he's way. How's older? he doing that? And Miguel has four home runs. Hey, come on, take it yeah. easy. <laughs> Miguel, real Miguel is better. Uh, yeah, he's done it the right way. No roids. Yeah, yeah. back I to know. the ballpark, hey, right? I, I like no roids, no wrists. Regardless, <laughs> I love pools. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd like to see him uh, maybe get to that 700. It'd be a cool way to end the, see, end the season for I baseball. I hope he doesn't. I've always been anti-Pujols because I felt <laughs> like it's such a comparison between Miguel Cabrera and Pujols. And everybody's always talked about how Pujols is this, <sighs> Pujols is that. In, the, in my opinion, yeah. that, that just... That, yep. that it was more of a dig at Miguel Cabrera and how great Miguel Cabrera is and was. Was, I should say, not is anymore. Yeah. But like... That that's where like I feel like I feel like Pujols is the the guy that people think about as a good hitter when it should be Miguel Cabrera in my opinion and that's just yeah. that's just selfish reasons basically like same age like sort of thing like they've yeah. always been very talented but I think the they're thing, a little different but like it's they the same are thing a little with, different with Big Poppy though it's like everybody talked about how great Big Poppy was and after he retired is when people started really talk about how great yeah. he was and it's like well. No, he, he really wasn't. Well, and he was also connected right, to steroids. Let's just not and like oh, all of that oh, type oh, of thing. It's like, and it's just it felt like a slight more at Miguel Cabrera and how his true greatness and they bring in really good hitters and talk about oh, over and put, yeah. put him in the same category when Miguel Cabrera is way above both of those guys. As a pure yeah, as a pure way hitter, above. I mean, batting yeah. average wise, career wise, uh, you know, we, yeah. we won't see another Miguel Cabrera. I mean, you might get a younger generation that will see Pujols as better just because know, of the last three years of or and, two years and that's of Miguel the just not being good. And, and honestly, I would be I would be shocked if five years from now people think Big Poppy was better than Miguel Cabrera. You I know mean, what I mean? I mean, oh. he's far from that. And that's where I that's where I just I don't, I, don't, I want these guys to suck I agree. because it just it makes Miguel Cabrera look worse or or get kind of forgotten if you will yeah, yeah. I, I would say the, the only thing that the only reason i don't want him to get 700 is just so he doesn't have one of those things 
on Cabrera because yeah. Cabrera has the 600 doubles Six, with him. Yeah. And they're the only two that have 500 home runs oh, and 600 doubles or is, or is Hank Aaron in that three. So only three. Yeah. And then I think Cabrera is one of Rockin'. two with also like a 300 batting average as well. So if, if this is, Which if this Poulos is 700, was below Poulos, 300. Didn't oh, he it's, just, it's below 300 now. Yeah. Oh, is that? It, yeah. yeah. I think when Miguel Cabrera hit a 600 double, Pujols was batting like 291. Oh, okay. Career. So he's Career. not going to get old back over. I don't know. No, no, yeah. No, I don't no know chance. how hot he has to finish the season. I mean, if he has oh, to bat a thousand. five something right now. You might, yeah. The I, month of August. I think he'd have to hit a thousand for the rest of the year and then play two more years. Yeah. He's had a long career. The fact that Miguel Cabrera hasn't gone below 300 is an absolute miracle. <laughs> like that's yeah. what's insane especially this season it. you know on yeah. top of it. it's a long career i just i i've never allowed myself to like albert pools be, because of that and it's probably selfish by that anyways it's yeah, a little selfish you look it's at, a little you selfish. look at pools in the early 2000s through 2010 he was it's incredible he was he was but he was also 35 back then so um <laughs> so he's 79 so <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go with um mine next and i'm gonna save yours for last is that right you got it bud just i'm just letting you learn yeah the ways and I, I did have on here that the lions got their first preseason win uh since 2018 and then the baltimore ravens got their 22nd consecutive preseason win incredible <laughs> what? incredible stat I don't understand but that's <laughs> not going to be my my flight topic anymore because i heard something absolutely insane and it just kind of Gave me a throwback to when Michigan was going through something similar, but like, and connected to, to Florida Gators. Oh, let's go! The rumors are, and I, th- I think it's actually not a rumor; it's actually proven in Florida, right around Gainesville. Is that okay, uh, at pr- the local rates. Costco's, <laughs> they are selling Florida Gator tickets, a pop, and a hot dog at Costco for each game, and it just reminds me of like when. What? Yeah, it, it's kind of a pop, a hot dog. A so it's like a package uh, it's, deal. It's like yeah, for like thirty bucks. Oh, it's like oh. ridiculously That's cheap. A heck and of it's a just, deal. And it's just <laughs> crazy to see. Like, like I'm legit going on their website. James blue <laughs> knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, a dad. blue blood school going into that that you know of a dumpster fire, if you will. like. How do we get people in these seats? And now, look, Michigan did it. Michigan did it when I was invited in here day. to be thrown into a Michigan State. <laughs> this was a trap. It's this is next. Trap. We're talking about the it's Vikings, not, and I will argue this all day. It's not a trap. It's not necessarily about Florida or Michigan or Michigan State. It's more or less about. It's almost like a problem because the product on TV mm. is becoming so much better than the product in the stands, and it's like when you got Michigan's schedule, for example, garbage team after garbage team until you get into the conference, like. You're not rewarding your fans for getting season ticket packages, yeah, but with a good true. schedule. What week five? And week then five, like, Iowa, <laughs> something like that. But that's at Iowa. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> so but just, that's their first real game. Yeah, but like, I'm just wondering if like that's become. And you got like a Michigan Stadium, for example, that's 112,000. How long can they keep filling that up? They, they went through some massive problems. Florida, how, how many seats do they have at their stadium? Do you, do you it's know like off the top 90, of your head? Uh, we're like we fill up. If it's full, like ninety something. Yeah, so it's like a really big stadium, and yeah. it's hard to fill those things. It's like people want to stay home, people want to stay in the tailgate and keep drinking instead of go to these college games and not be able to buy alcohol and like do all these things. And I'm just like, I don't know, it just got me thinking about like, it, I think we're really close to being a true problem filling these stadiums, and unless you're a top ten team guaranteed, like you're gonna continue to have these problems. You know what I mean? Can I disagree or no? Yeah. No. Yeah. Cut his oh, mic. Oh, okay. 
I no, agree. No. You agree? <laughs> you disagree with that? Oh yeah, I I do because people will always want to claim that they were there during that moment. Like, oh, I was at game seven. Yeah. I was. I did this. I I saw this this play happen in real life. Like I was there. That that's still something that as humans we we want to do. We want to like. Yeah, but nobody's going to be like. Part of that. Oh, I was at that Hawaii game that we scored fifty five. To three. Right. Well, and and so the the second part of why I disagree is because if with the the conference expansions that we've been seeing, yeah, and the Big Ten is now the Big Twenty pretty soon. Almost, Oregon. Come I know in. They're, that was a, they're coming in, guys. Like it's going to be yeah. a conference of twenty, and then you're going to have these super conferences that don't that that is not the standard college football that we're used to seeing. Then you're going to get better competition within the conference. It's going to be a larger conference schedule, conference schedule with more competition built built in inherently. So we're going to get we're going to lose these games against Colorado State. We're going to lose the games against Hawaii. I, I don't think they're going to be there as 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 often as we see it right now. I don't think they're going to like start every sure. single schedule. You know, four 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 games into the season because when, you're when they have start ten conference. Yeah, because well, there's just too many teams to, to unless you're Alabama. Around. Yeah. Hey, if they have twenty teams in the SEC, they're gonna they're going to want to play to make the money against Texas. That they're is going good, to need to play against Oklahoma. A good side of the the um, conference expansion is yeah, you will have more of those games, and you will have a set in stone schedule. And SEC is going to go through it because they're adding what Texas and Oklahoma, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like exactly. that's going right. to. Not only build depth, but it adds probably a game here down the road. They're probably going to end up at twenty. Everybody wants both to see Oklahoma against against Alabama. Everybody wants. Yeah. To I was going to say that. both of those teams. Like I would want to see that game. Yeah. Whether no matter who you're rooting for in that game, like I want to be there for that. Regardless of, of if you're Alabama or not, Georgia, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Everybody wants to see those games now. So you're just adding to the pool of competition within those major conferences because there's it's it's a two conference college football season now yeah like really really soon here cool and even with florida i i i kind of consider this year i mean we're going to play a lot of tough teams at home regardless like it's the sec but you think georgia every year we play in jacksonville so like we don't ever get them at home so that's Hmm. not a part of that package if you think about like lsu even i mean new coach you don't know how lsu is going to be all right that's at home south carolina at home like they're very they're tough teams, but at the same time, like I mean, yeah, I. It's just not a great like year to, like even consider. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah, that's interesting to me. And, but and I would still. Look, I'm, I mean, I'm going to like three games this year. So right. Michigan went through Ooh. it where it was like you yeah. buy a coke, you get a free ticket to a game. So like it's not like it's. Yeah. That like I'm not. I didn't mean it as a shot of Florida. It was just like the one that kind of stood out. No, I'm sure it's poor. like around all around. Like it is I, probably I, I do, a lot more but I I do think it's not like a problem. I don't think like we're desperately running into a there are situation. Big stadiums where, we got to fill though. I think yeah. the big house That's is going to sell out this year. Ninety some thousand, like ninety some thousand people, and even Utah. Like Utah's maybe our biggest game of the year because they're ranked it's top ten. Yeah. They're considered by many to be a playoff contender, and they should be because they're very good. But like it's Utah. Like I, I don't yeah. know, like not many people have ties to watching Utah. But like so if that's the game they're selling those to, like the very first game, which we just sold out by the way two days ago. I just saw that notification. But all right, <laughs> Gators. Yeah, watch out. The swamp's gonna be rowdy. All those Costco's really Just the hot dog <laughs> the hot alone dog. just got me sold. I actually bought three tickets just for three hot dogs. <laughs> just for three hot dogs. <laughs> And some leg space. They're like, Yo, finally, if we if sold Ikea the last did three. meatballs, if the Ikea did the meatball, 
uh, package, then oh, yeah, I'm in. But caught. I was literally, I was literally in Sweden for like twenty five minutes. Ikea everywhere? And I passed an IKEA, and we were like, we were so close to stopping and eating some Swedish meatballs in IKEA oh, in man. Sweden. That would have been legendary. Oh yeah, I, we were trying not to miss a flight. You know, I'd also be curious. <laughs> Sorry, that that would have been legendary. <laughs> I'd also be curious of what kind of furniture they sold. Like, it can't be exactly what we buy. Is it all American names like, <laughs> like Johnson <laughs> Smith? McGregor. <laughs> like it can't be the exact same Ours. thing that we're buying. Let's that be honest. Be it can't be. Their cheap furniture is it like has... all American made. The Smith, the Smith collection. The Smith, that would be hey. dirty. Hell, I would not buy that. It's all like handcrafted. Yeah, like. It's got bed bugs. The mattresses oh, all bed bugs. Wow, man! <laughs> Don't throw dirt on the name, dog. <laughs> Real original dirt, last dirt name, Micah. Mattress. Real original last name, Micah. I bet you can find. I bet you Micah has the last name of the, like, if we did like a study of who has the most, like, famous person that's did the most good with the last name that matches one of ours. He'd probably have it, yeah. but he would Fenema, also have like Fenema the most, not like, most I notorious. You there was a, a serial killer with a Smith. Oh, oh yeah. guaranteed. The most like, Gainesville <laughs> right? uh, convicts over there. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> Urban Meyer. Very dirty program. All right, let's get into some sportsmanship and see if we can kick this, get it on the same page. Actually, I just changed mine to Big Poppy. Why, no, he is the most clutch you? hitter of all time. Well, that won't take long because you have no points no, to support No, here's that. the thing. Here's the thing. No, I, like I, I actually will still talk about sportsmanship, but I just want to say, hitter-wise, career-wise, I agree. He was not as good of a hitter as Cabrera, but there is no better clutch hitter in the game than David Ortiz. That is false. Here's why. Here's why. Was one of the most clutch And this hitters. was kind of a crazy stat. I just read it up on my phone because I was kind of mad that you brought in David Ortiz. <laughs> oh, boy. So two players have had more regular season or, or more just um, game-winning hits. Okay. And this was seemed like a small number to me. But David Ortiz had 20. Not like a crazy number, but it's third all time. 20 game-winning hits? Like walk-off? Yeah, walk-offs. Oh. Uh. Um. Robinson, Jackie Robinson, had like twenty six, and then Are you serious? Um, yeah, or th- maybe th- maybe thirty one or twenty six. Jackie Robinson, cool. He was number one. Can I guess Miguel Cabrera's number? I don't was know. I don't have oh, like a full ratings. I just saw who's second. Oh, Dusty Baker. Didn't know that Dusty Baker really? number two. Clutch twenty six or something. So like David yeah, Ortiz was like him. David Ortiz was third twenty. But guess what? Jackie and Dusty Baker never had a postseason game-winning walk-off. David Ortiz Ortiz? has four. Four. The next best was two. No, it was what, Jeter? So post, he's third all-time. Right. And in the postseason, when it matters most, four, which is just dominant over everybody else. So I will say his his average probably to whatever, 270, 280 maybe, like total. I will say Cabrera is a much better hitter. I'm telling you, Ortiz at least as a fan, if Ortiz was up and we were like down one, I felt so confident. Like there has never been a player that I've just felt confident. That's going to be me arguing that he's the most clutch hitter of all time, not I the best. I disagree with that completely. Who would be the most clutch to you? I bet you I could name twenty if you gave me a. You're day out of your like mind. If you guys, it. if you guys agree, you're out of your well, mind because David Kevin Ortiz Euclid. was insane. Yo, give me. Let me talk about Euclid. <laughs> Ryan needs Number to be the four, mediator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my way of just. Ending I the love you. No, but tell me one. Aaron Boone. Clutch. Who, oh, don't who, bring who that is, one game up. You. Who was the guy for the Cardinals that had an unreal 
postseason. Matt Carpenter. No, Jason Jay. Oh, oh, uh, the, no, different. Who? David Freeze. Yes, David Freeze. David Freeze. You're gonna go. Clutch. David Freeze is more clutch than <laughs> yeah. David Ortiz. In no, Astros, no, Astros, 2005. Yeah. He, okay, he so he's years. more Carlos Beltran. All right, you guys are just. <laughs> but no, but me there off. was there was another guy that I can't think of right yeah. now. Well, that's Jason funny. J- All these guys you can't Jason think J- of that are apparently Don Kelly. The guy that had his wife, <laughs> his wife was cheating on him with his pastor who was going through marriage counseling together. All right, yeah, wasn't I that David Freese? No, that? There was, he played for the Rays. He was like one of the most utility Carl players Crawford. of all time. Carl no, Crawford. I, get, I can't think of his name. I know you're talking you know about. Who Kevin yeah. Kiermeyer. Who? No. No. I'm trying to think Rays. Doesn't matter. All right, but you're going to put them over David Ortiz right as a more am, clutch. Yeah. I'm going to say Dustin Whatever. Pedroia. Anyways, Derek let's talk Jeter. about my real topic. Let's talk about my real topic. Derek Jeter for sure, right? Oh, easy. Kel, Mizzou boy for sure. Jeter was one of the guys I respect. We had that conversation. <laughs> I don't like Derek Jeter. I liked Jeter. Um, no, but for real, sportsmanship. Let me All tell right, you about sportsmanship. It. All right. It's too much. Are you? I think are we, we need to go. We need to take a step back from sportsmanship, and here's why. This was Little League. Yes. So, like, uh, it's okay. You. Little League is okay, but in the middle of a game, listen, you got the kid that got beamed in the face or the head or the helmet. Yep. Kid seemed okay. The pitcher came in, hugged him. You know, it's, it causes a whole five-minute, ten-minute delay of crying and hugging. And Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Just because he hit him with a pitch. Yeah. And listen, he hugged him? That, dude, full hug. They, yeah, consoling. So this is what I feel about. I miss the days of just not bad sportsmanship, but I think we're too soft, man. And here's what I'm saying. Every day on SportsCenter, which SportsCenter is... Sports Center sucks, by yeah, the way. It does. But like it's the worst. every day on sports highlights, we talk about, oh my gosh, this was so cool. This pitcher in minor leagues, you know, hit a home run and instead of flipping a bat and talking crap, like he walked around the bases and then hugged the pitcher because he was sad that he lost the game. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Did I that want... happened? It does. It happens more often than not. And I want a bat flip. I want the batter to flip the pitcher off. Whatever yeah. he's gotta do, like I want heated rivalries. I miss the bad boys days of Pistons. Yeah, I miss all before we get to home plate. I miss hockey. I miss the refs. Instead of just interfering right away and stopping a fight, let the boys fight. Yep. I want five on five. The whole know, line. I want hostility. Yeah. Like I miss those rivalries. And well, t- since we're talking about baseball, Red Sox Yankees, uh, the A Rod when he like full catcher Veritech tackle. I want those moments where, like, I'm fired up. This is why, like, this rivalry is the best. I don't want Red Sox and Yankees becoming friends. I yeah. will not become friends with, like, I get, like, I have certain little, like, I have certain Yankee fans that are, like, Yankee players that, like, I enjoy. Yeah. I, I respect Aaron Judge. I respect him. I hate everybody else. I don't want to see our players being buddy-buddy with them. I want a hated rivalry. The yep. soft society of America, the, baby. It is, and so that is our culture. That's our culture, and like, that's the route we've gone. But that is so. When I say sportsmanship, I want. I don't want to. I want to minimize sportsmanship. Yeah, I we should be arguing <laughs> until we get kicked out of things. Like yeah. bat flips are my favorite thing. Even if it's against me, it at least like okay, you hit a game-winning home run against the Red Sox. Perfect. Like uh, I'm a Red Sox fan. If you don't know, but like. Okay, you did that. Now I'm pissed. I want to beat you next game. Like that is awesome. I love that hatred. Yeah. Let's let's But if you're just if we're going to hug it out after every single game-winning hit, every yeah. single 
oh, I hit the batter. Oh, my gosh. Like, are you okay? I'm going <laughs> to donate $2,000 to your <laughs> wife's family because of me. No, I honestly, like, <laughs> I hate it. I want, I want hate. I want hate. Let, I agree. Let's reiterate this for our listeners. Classic 90s sportsmanship, right? Yeah, 90s. Not, not, not whatever's going Yo, on Watch that now. Red Wings Colorado documentary (laughs) give me that hate like that hate in the moment but the that respect afterwards let that be what it is let the the moments be what they are afterwards is perfect so this is this is i that's a good point i meant to bring that up mma is perfect i want mma in the ring they hate each other they want to just beat the crap out of each other after hug it out like dude that that. was i don't like that i like it i like a dude that was a solid fight like you just bashed my eye in i've got to get stitches here and here and here dude great fight but mcgregor did it all the time they would hug it out and then guess what but then they hate each other like a week later yeah i want a rematch i I don't like like that and i I think and that's another thing that i hate is like as soon as a football game ends is you get all these guys big smiles on their faces. Yeah. Like trade Lions, jerseys Lions with each other. No. 14 games in a year and they're smiling after every single one of them. Buddy, buddy, trading jerseys. I hate that. And that's the same thing with MMA. If you want to be buddy, buddy, do it off camera. Don't do it in front of everybody. I mean, they're yeah. like, their main job is to beat the crap out of each other. like, I get why they have like a further respect towards each other. I just think like sports, like baseball, football, like, again, I just think like bad boys and pistons. Like, yeah. I want you to hack. Like a Shaq hack where you hack Shaq so hard, <laughs> and then he gets pissed, and like they fight. Like I want that. Bad. Yeah, I'm okay with being with having sportsmanship after a game. I, I I am. I think if you if you appreciate competition, that does not mean you have to win. Competition is measuring yourself against somebody else, and that that fiery competition within the the realm of your competitiveness. And then after the game, if you want to respect each other, it's an I'm appreciation. Fine with that. Yeah, MM, again, MMA. I just like yeah, I, I know I'm Sam, a, you don't like it, but like thing. that is the yeah. same thing of yes. In yeah. a Red Sox Yankees game, the whole game, I swear, if I get a moment of like our pitcher is like coddling the hitter because he hit him in the face, like like a Stanton when he got hit. No, f that. Dude, I remember. I want you to be. But after the game, sure. Like, dude, I'm so uh, well, man. I remember don't do it on when screen. I was, don't do it on the field. I remember well, t- being 12 years old. Field, I remember being 12 years old. Team tournaments, facing this this team who whatever we were we were in the championship game. I'm pitching, and I threw a fastball. It got away from me, and it hit this kid in the face. Oh no! <laughs> he was wearing glasses. <laughs> it broke his glasses. <laughs> the glass from his glasses went down it, like into his eye, like oh. below his eyeball. And like cut him up, and he was bleeding like crazy. And the kid walked off. He didn't survive. You know, he was fine. He was fine. He lost a lot of blood. He was fine. I went. I went up and just said, "I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Got away from me. I didn't give him a hug. I didn't give him a kiss. I, I didn't see. Do I don't even that. mind that. I just said like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw it at your face." What did I do the very next pitch when that when the next hitter came in? Threw it at his face. I threw a curveball up at his head, <laughs> and it went down Dude, over for a strike. Advantage. Full advantage. Just, that kid I'm was t- probably petrified, yes. and it struck him out. And he, I did. Yeah. And I threw three straight curveballs, and he struck out. I, all I'm saying is, like, there's a difference between being a spoiled little brat who can't take being beat in competition yeah. and competing in, in in your in your sport like at the at the moment yeah. so i don't want people hugging each other it out or whatever yeah i don't want to waste 10 minutes in a game in just so that's i think that's a good point like i do there might be in a game when i'm playing someone that i don't like i might accidentally do something like yeah damn it like i heard him like that sucks like i did not mean to do that it might be one of those i'm on first base like running and 
that's the first baseman that like you're like hey dude sorry man okay good i still hate you like I, yeah like i just hate the delayed time of hugging and we're just we're showing that more and more on tv and, and it's like world series is the worst i get why they're oh, doing yeah. it yeah. you're in the championship Kids. game a guy hits a walk-off home run you have second baseman giving him a high five on the way by like oh, dude, is, no. See, that, too. That's where I'm just – I'm done with Little League World yeah. Series. Because and they'll show that little highlight oh, on, like, yeah. Sports that's, Center. That's, like, that's top so 10 How cool four. this kid from Hawaii high-fived him. all Sports no, Center does is I'm going to try to trip him when he goes, yeah, goes and by. the softball like, teams that, like, will carry each other on yeah, the bases chance. for home runs. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no so way. That. If, if somebody <laughs> blew up their knee to win a game-winning home run, I would not carry them around the thing and touch every single base. The and if one league. of my teammates did that, they're not my teammate anymore. I would, I'd be I would make the other. I would make the other person on the base come in like, no, no, no. You come here and carry your own teammate, and then call them out because they passed yeah. each other. I would I say crawl. Yeah. I will watch you crawl. Yeah. Actually, to wait. Make this happen. We should wrap this up. You're right. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember? I think it was somebody on your team in Little League when when you were giving a high five as they hit a home run and passed you. And scored before you, and you were called out, or somebody on your team was called out when they hit oh. a home run. I do remember, do that, remember that very vaguely. Wow, I did, I would never have thought of. Sorry, that, that was just a weird again. callback that we just need to move on. At yeah. This point. yeah. <laughs> well, we need to talk about that after. Yeah. Good, good that, thing we. I good never thing we would got have remembered that before that we moved on. Until you said it. All right. <laughs> Drinking craft beer, having fun, and talking sports in the state of Michigan. <laughs> You're listening to State of My Sports. What do we got, Jeff? We had a comment come in. I think our comments come in a little bit delayed from live time. <laughs> Either and, that or and, we well, just keep and Jarrett, Jarrett confused our listeners with like eight different topics there for his flight. <laughs> David Ortiz I, fans out here? He had his very own flight. He not, had four different things to talk about. I flighted about. Not, myself. Not quite a David Ortiz fan, but maybe more of an Albert Pujols fan. So oh, shout geez. out to uh, Green with me here for a little bit of baseball talk. But I hope you're still listening. This comment comes in from YouTube. Oh, hey, hey, YouTube. hey. Listener's There's name something. listener's name is Drunk. <laughs> oh, boy. So, oh, crap. I know them. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That narrows it down to our listenership. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it might have secretly been me. Gary, what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Drunk, I hope you're still listening. Uh, he said that Pujols' first run with the cards, he was way more clutch than David Ortiz. And then he also commented when we were Ooh. talking about a Tampa Bay player. Was it Evan Longoria? Yeah, he but just hit the home run. <laughs> yeah, for the Giants, yeah. So he's really rubbing it in our face right now. But drunk, I hope. It's going to drive me nuts that I can't pull that name. I did that at work the other day that I couldn't pull that name because I was talking about him. Wade Boggs? No. I'm just kidding. First stint with the Cardinals. Get out of here, drunk. <laughs> what are you, drunk or something? Yeah, jeez. Yeah, whatever. What are we talking about now? Did we do a bump already? Don't here forget to, to flip the page, boys. We yeah, don't have a lot it, of yeah. paper. Flip it over. I mean, yeah. I thought I completely ruined the last topic at the end so we could move on. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I can't. Th- I, get, I, gotta just I think we're talking college football. College football, look baby. Up, look up past MLB World Series MVPs, and his name will be on there. Ooh, I want to know this name you know, before me too. we get anywhere. John's busy doing a sound That's thing. True. John's, John's pretty busy. Oh, the Rays guy? <laughs> yeah, but he won it with somebody else. Okay, never mind. All right, keep going. I think it was Cardinals, maybe, but it doesn't matter. Do you guys know that Matt Manning and Casey Myers have a combined 42 innings pitched this year? 
Did you know that right, what is the Victor Reyes doing? has pitched more innings than both of them or something? <laughs> or than, on, what's the than topic Casey, Mize, and Derek Schoolers? I, I got yeah. you, Sam. Got it. Right off the bat, Ben Zobris. Zobris. Zobr- I love oh, Zobro. Zobro was a legend. The Cubbies. Loved Zobris. Yeah, Very he clutch. did go to the Cubs. Yes, Cubs is when he won the World Series. I love right? Zobro. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Right, Damn, this is good radio. College football. It is official, guys. It is a college football week zero. It is definitely zero. This is week zero. Week zero. And Ground it is zero, a baby. Full college football preview. Where's no. our little chime? My my pick is in chime. Chime or timer? No, we need chime. one. Oh, I thought we had like a college football chime or like an ESPN chime. Is that a chime? It kind of really gets the blood chime. flowing. That's our picks music, isn't it? I don't know. Well, you you hit I don't the even button. Know I didn't. Anyways, what do you guys think? College <laughs> football, boys. It's time, and it's here. I'm I'm just so excited, and we're just gonna give our, our full on preview. Uh, we did a little bit of these topics uh a couple weeks ago when the the coaches poll came out, and we we were just very hungry for some college football. Um, but I, I kind of want to start about some intriguing coaching changes and new hires. Um, that I think we got to keep an eye on. Starting with with Jarrett's. Uh, Florida Gators, uh, former coach Dan Mullen has Let's moved on, and Billy Napier, Louisiana's head coach. Yeah, what, what raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns, baby. I love it. Um, Mike actually had a good question with like Dan Mullen when we first hired him. Was I more excited for like Dan Mullen or was I more excited for Billy Napier? I it's the same. Like I th- I think Dan Mullen has coached some really good quarterbacks like Dak Prescott and all them, but like. I think he said really good. He is he's a top ten quarterback in the NFL. Ooh, just saying he is. I think you could get him at ten. I'm not gonna say like <laughs> no, top five. I just mess with you. All right. Regroup. But, uh, top so ten quarterbacks. When <laughs> you, you get so like when you look at a list of like new coaches in new areas, I think you can get like a handful of coaches that are at big programs that can make some moves. You know, are they good? Are they bad? Sure. I put Billy Napier as like a boom or bust. This is a very boom oh, or yeah. bust move. It's a small school coach, but he crushed it when he was there. Um, Thirty-three and five with Louisiana the last three seasons. Uh, they played some good teams. It wasn't like a terrible schedule. Um, it's not the greatest, but like it, he knows the Southeast. He's a he's a Louisiana guy. He knows that recruiting. Dan Mullen's big problem in Florida was he didn't recruit. That was like the the moment he had an interview. So he had that kind of bad season. What was it last year? And. I think there was someone that asked him a question in it, like when we were like very like our record was just not great. And they asked him about recruiting, why recruiting was so bad. We were in like the twenties or thirtieth in recruiting, which Florida should not be. We should be yeah. ten should to twenty. 15. I mean, fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Um and he said something along the lines of like, Well, we're in the middle of a season, like I just I, my focus is on this team. And it's like, no, that is the worst answer because like college football coaching is like 60% recruiting and 40% coaching. Honestly, like recruiting is more important. Right. So we we kicked, like literally after that interview, Florida said like, we're done with Dan Mullen. Yeah. I think he's a great coach. I just, his focus, Billy Napier comes in and his recruiting, it started off bad. Like we, we had great recruits. They all started to hit transfer portal or dropping in, like changing the recruitment. And, I'll never forget, I, I watched another thing on, like, Fox that said, like, what's wrong with Billy Napier? You know, like, he can't get these guys recruited. The moment they had that show, like, a week later, we're in the top 30. We're in the top 20. 
all of a sudden now we're within like 15. Yeah. We're recruiting. Like Florida is recruiting hard. And oh, I you got a hit on your it. own state, right? I mean, yeah, dude. hotbed of Florida athletes. Yes, and that's too. So like we're recruiting. I think they said like most recruits within our 100-mile radius of Gainesville, a lot of them are top recruits and that's who right. he's he, that's who he's grabbing. Right. So I love Billy Napier. I think he's actually going to be a lot better than Dan Mullen, which is saying a lot because like Dan Mullen had some yeah, great some seasons years, with yeah. Florida. But a college coach, you can't really judge off the first year or two. Like those are not his players. The players we started recruiting were top thirty classes instead of top fifteen. Yeah, and we started to get terrible and terrible. So I love Billy. I like it. Um, he's just he's one of those boomer busts. Yeah. It sure. could be bad. I think but. one thing about Florida is there, I think there is a handful, maybe seven to ten schools that make college football better when they're good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as they're good, college football is that much better. Yep. I think Florida kind of yep. falls in line with that. I think Texas, mm-hmm. USC, yeah. when they kind of get back going and become like those get, those are the type of schools that are I, important. College football is better when they're good. Michigan. In general. I think, Michigan, I think a Dame. main reason for that, like right now, Georgia, like – you look at the conference, and we have this, the divisions. Georgia's just crapping all over the SEC East. Yeah. Like, when Dan Mullen got bad and Florida got bad, Florida's their main competition. Yeah. Kentucky's actually pretty good this year. Like, I think they're – I'll believe it when I see it. They, they might be better they than Florida. You got a good Florida quarterback. Yeah, they might be better. But, like, we have Anthony Richardson, who's potentially, like, a Heisman candidate. I'm not going to say he is, but, like – that dude is an all-around, like, beast. He's like a Cam Newton. Yeah. You know, he could be very good. So, like, we have a chance to be good this year. I don't think it's going to be great. I don't think it's going to be, like, a 10-2 and two season or whatever. But, like, th- they need them to be good because the SEC East, otherwise, is just dominated by Georgia. Mm-hmm. Like, Florida-Georgia at the end of the year should be a determining game to get to the SEC championship. And it just wasn't that last year. There's definitely an interesting uh, school with a new coach. You got LSU who moved on from Ed Orgeron. Isn't that um, amazing? 2019. 2019. It seems like forever. National football national champion, and and he's already moved on. That, (laughs) that to me, oh, man. With Brian Kelly jumping in at LSU, you got Marcus Freeman taking over at Notre Dame. Uh, Manny Diaz is out at Miami. And Mario Miami. Cristobal came back in. Uh, he was he moved over from Oregon to Miami. So that's an interesting move. You got Lincoln Riley who moved to USC, which brought in Brent Venables, uh, Clemson's defensive coordinator. Or is that offensive coordinator? Sorry. That's, that's oh, DC. Oh, he was D coordinator. I think it's a D, he was right? D yeah, DC. Yeah. Um, and then you got, obviously, Dan Lanning, who was Georgia's DC, who was taking over Oregon. And then Washington uh, got rid of Jimmy Lake. Who was I think interim, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I think and so. then uh, from Fresno State, uh, Kalen DeBoer uh, is taken over at Washington. Those are kind of the bigger names of of new coaches and stuff. Which one's the most intriguing to you guys? Because for me, it's it's Lincoln Riley at USC. I think, and just kind of that that change in Oklahoma USC. Like I, I think USC can kind of take that jump because I think Lincoln Riley's that good of a college coach. And I'm curious to see what kind of fall off. Oklahoma does have when you don't have that head coach. That one's really interesting to me. I think all of them are, but I think Brian. Yeah, I think yeah. Brian Kelly for me. That, Brian yeah. Kelly for that's me. That's where I'm at at LSU. Yep. He he was at a school 
with Notre Dame where you don't necessarily you, you don't even have access to all the the best recruits. His hands are tied. Yeah, in a lot of ways. yeah, because of their tradition, because of the the emphasis on being a student athlete. And now he's going to a school where that's not a concern. Yeah, and so, all. yeah, and so a little bit more structure in an environment at LSU might go a long way. So that that's intriguing to me. And, and you know, like to tag along with that though, but with Brian Kelly and what you said with the tradition and the recruiting, I mean, look at what Marcus Freeman has done. A month ago, Marcus Freeman had the number one class, and this was this was this was when Alabama was in the mid-20s or so, but that that has nothing to do with what Marcus Freeman was doing. Marcus Freeman is recruiting. They, they lost... Yeah, it's a shiny new toy type thing. Right. It, is. it can be, just like Ed well, Odron. Well, yeah, 100% correct, he, but when we were talking about the tradition of it, like, whatever Marcus Freeman has been doing has been clearly working. No, if, you're right. If he can coach a lick of football, Notre Dame's going to be something to reckon with. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I want to see it before I'll believe it with him coaching the X's and O's in the end game because you see so many good recruiters that don't know how to coach football. Correct. James Franklin, for example. Brady Hoke. Um, Brady Hoke. Choke. <laughs> it was just like, hey, whoa, whoa. I mean, there's a lot of those type of guys. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see him coach before I, I'll believe that Notre Dame's going to take a, a step yeah, up. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of created different categories for coaches, yeah. I, for the new coaches. Most successful, Brian Kelly. I think like – Sorry, you're talking about will be most successful. Will be. Okay, will I be. I think okay. Brian Kelly has continuously proven he is a such a good coach. Like I think he's at a the Grand Valley. At the next stop. Cincinnati. Next stop. He was yeah. unbelievable. Cincinnati would not be where Central. they are without him. And then he yes, dude. And then he goes to Notre Dame again. He went to a, a national championship or two. He two, I think. Went or to the playoffs, the playoffs two once. or three times, whatever it is. Yeah. Like stud LSU. Now he has access to basically anything. He doesn't have academic. Money. Now he is also and academic. Academics don't mean thing. In he's the also LSU, a northern so like, coach, and going into the SEC territory, that's that doesn't work very often. I know he. It, it will it's work. Not a problem. I no? have no you issue so? with Brian. Ke- I think no. Brian Kelly will be like Coach O. I think he'll be successful. I he could almost win a national. Ch- I'm, he might win a national championship. He They'll probably, be playoff contenders. He probably has the best shot out of all these until coaches Brian to win Kelly, a national like, championship. Until Brian Kelly may, proves uh, me may. wrong, I why would you ever go against? He's gone to three schools. Two of them, I mean, Grand Valley's different, but like Cincinnati. He the fact that he built Cincinnati and then went to Notre Dame. People gave him crap at Notre Dame because they got like blown out by Alabama. Which did he really any team is going to be Cincinnati though? Like wasn't Urban there before him? And he I wouldn't say Urban built Cincinnati. I think put Brian him on the Kelly map is Brian one that Kelly put was there. Though, right? uh, Brian Kelly's been successful every. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, I think yeah, the track I record speaks. I don't know why I'm itself. trying to disagree. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think he's going to be like Kelly exceptionally be really... better than Coach O. I mean, just the fact that we were just talking like two two years ago, he won. They won a national championship. I think what 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 you see though is he gets a lot out of his athletes. So like, especially at Notre Dame, he took advantage of the athletic. Uh, um, advantages that I guess that that were on the field, yeah. And so that's yeah. what he does really well. He exposes advantages any chance he gets, and he's going to have a lot of athletic advantages at LSU. Yeah, sorry. I want to see. Your, your I want to see more of those videos too. Remember when Kelly just got hired at LSU and he did those Family. the awkward videos of like the player where they're like back to back. Oh yeah, like doing those super like, awkward. The, the 360 yeah. camera, and then that Hilarious kid committed dude. to Texas A and M like two change? days later. <laughs> It was hilarious. I didn't know that. He so also like had a 
southern accent two days into his oh yeah return, <laughs> getting in but the hey, whatever for recruiting man yeah, whatever yeah. for hey texas and uh, is probably making 25 million a year yeah <laughs> yeah that's true uh lincoln riley biggest coward i think he really 100 percent well i'm why is that SEC, because oh I, you think he's you think he's I, from the I, SEC I think there is the a little bit of i'm not saying it's 100 percent but you tell me would do you think you're going to be more successful with oklahoma going into the sec or with USC going into the Big Ten. Well, this is something we talked about. I quite think there a few is a little ago. bit to it. I think there is a little <laughs> bit to Oklahoma could never get the past that like point. They were always great, like almost contenders, whatever. I I just think there's. Do you really want to go into Alabama, Texas A and M, Georgia territory, or do you want to play Ohio State? At least Michigan? that's self. Like he's gonna go into the Big Ten country. I don't. Th- you think yeah, you think I you'd think rather a, go into Big Ten country? That's a yeah. Tell me to that to the to the past national co- title contenders. I don't want to make this an SEC. I just think it's foolish to say the Big Ten is better be than careful. the SEC. It's not better. It's deeper. Okay, I'd I'd rather play SEC. I'd rather play Big Ten than SEC. I would rather you'd play rather play a Big Ten. The Citadel in Louisiana Tech in Louisiana State every other week than in Colorado State. Well, Michigan's a bit. Uh, Wait, Michigan's playing three. I know. Bad Michigan oh, has a very bad say, schedule this year. First game. Yeah. We got to put a Michigan damper on this. Michigan has a very yes, bad schedule That's happening in I'm the Big Ten now. Yeah, Wait, finally. hold on. Okay, okay. So the middle of the pack in the SEC sucks balls. Okay? Yes. Middle of the pack of the Big Ten no joke. is, w- is way, way better than SEC's oh, yeah. middle of the pack. Ooh. However, high-end talent, Penn you, State? Cannot, you cannot – Deny that the high end talent is better in the SEC than it is in the Big Ten. So I let's just we can just end the conversation. I don't know if I agree anymore. I what like a Penn State? Is Penn State better than Florida? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're about even. No, not right now. You're gonna you're gonna say Penn State's better than just by far Penn better State's than been, Florida. Ba- oh, Penn yeah. State has been part of the conversation for the last five years oh. where Florida's been MIA. Didn't Michigan? You, yeah. Oh boy. Okay. This is a conversation for a different can, day. I just don't think it's by far deeper. <laughs> I I do. A Kentucky team. Do you think Kentucky's pretty good this year? They're think, middle of the I pack team. Yeah, I think they're higher than middle of the pack in the SEC this they're year. They're middle of the pack. And they're going to get blown out by they're the like top guys Iowa. by 30 points. Yeah, but they're like in Iowa. I, I, Kentucky and Iowa are like the same right now. Iowa's ranked fifth last year before no, Michigan beat fifth them. right now. They were before Yeah, but Michigan now they're not even ranked. I know. Of course. <laughs> What does I, that have to do Kentucky's with Kentucky's ranked 20th. Florida's so like, not even ranked. They have a good offense and defensive I know, line. I agree. <laughs> but I, like Penn State, are they ranked? No. Well, then Florida and Penn State, I think. Conversation for a but different day. It is a different day. I'm not – I I hate arguing conference, but I when I it. say <laughs> – I, I know you do. You love talking conference, but I'm just saying I don't think there's a big difference between, like, depth or anything. I just think it's a – it's he's a coward. I'm going to always say Lincoln Riley's that. a coward. He's a coward. Next. But, any biggest bust, Marcus Freeman, and this is why. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame has tried twice in the past long time to hire a new coach. Never has coached before head coach. Bob Davies sucked. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Weiss, Charlie. Fatty sucked. <laughs> they both sucked. I think this is good because Marcus Freeman, the hype. You have hype. I think they're going to get good recruits. I think the players right now who know him like him are loving him. Yep. They know him. 3 years down the road, these new players don't really know him that much. Yep, they don't know him. Yep, that's a good yeah, point. talk to me when you've started yeah. to lose a little bit. Yeah, and I think right? that's going to happen this year. I actually think they're still going to be yeah. pretty good. They might actually be go good. to the playoffs. Let's I'm I'm just going to say it. I won't say they are. Let's save that for talking a little bit. But 
I think they're going to be great, but they're they're going to dampen off. I don't think this was a good hire by Notre Dame. I really don't. Marcus I think it was Freeman, a, it was a necessary a hire. hire. A necessary hire. A lot of pressure to hire him. Yep. The players kind of did that, honestly. So, um, and alumni probably just did too. So, I don't like this. Um, but you're not going to get by, better than Brian Kelly. I think Kelly was the best thing to happen to Notre Dame for he a was, while. If they would have taken his handcuffs off, he would have done yeah. incredible things. So, there, you're not going to be better than Kyle. So, that's why I think he's a bust no matter what. He's not going to be better than Kelly. Least exciting, Mario Cristobal, Miami. Really? I think it I think it's just I think it's I just like, a neutral move. Mm. I don't think so here's why. I said you know he was great with Oregon, never national contender. Oregon was a great opportunity. Weak conference. You know, you're playing some, you know, kind of crap conference. They're always very Currently good. Currently weak. Yeah. ACC weaker. They're always very good. Yeah. I I mean it's the same kind of conference. I don't I don't think I don't want to say it's even weaker, but like Clemson's very good always usually. Um but I just think it's like a neutral move. I'm just not excited for this. Yeah. I, don't, I just think that's like a – he's not going to win a national championship with Miami. I don't see that happening. It's just neutral. Yeah. I don't. I think it's a good hire for Miami. Like, as a Miami fan, I'd be excited. He's they alumni of Miami. A than the head coach, like, in my he's a South – he's a Southern Florida guy. He's going to improve their team. I think a, it's a perfect hire I don't hire see national championship. They have a great OC. Yes. I, it might be a perfect hire. Yeah, they need he a little bit of stability. Yeah, exactly. Somebody that wanted this is not a stepping stone yeah. necessarily for him. This is his job that he wanted. I think that's kind of like a Harbaugh. Like, yeah, honestly, the, yeah, the stars aligned where he can go back to his alum place. He he went to Miami. Okay, his alum place. Great coach. Yeah. <laughs> Great alum, OC. Alum place. <laughs> alum place. I love that. Alum place. <laughs> um, but do I see a national championship? No. I'm not excited. They're going to be just as good, probably as Oregon. Speed and space. That that national championship ex- expectation doesn't exist for them, though. They they should just not fall off. They start every year ranked 13 to 16, and then they fall off to being unranked every single year. As long as they can can avoid that, it's it's a success. Yeah, I I like that. All right, that's good. The other uh, few that I, ha- I have three more. I'll go quick with these. You have three I'm sorry. more. Yo, I'm rapid firing. I'm going to rapid fire <laughs> these. Brent Venables, I love him. One. You don't. Oklahoma. So, Oklahoma. You oh. promised rapid fire. He brings defense to Oklahoma, and the D coordinator for Clemson was so much fun to watch. He, their defense was insanely good. Clemson. That's And now they come to weak. Oklahoma. I love bringing defense back to the SEC when that happens. But I'm curious There's to see. The it's boom for another three years. He I know. It's probably it's, gone by then. But I agree. So, in these <laughs> next three years <laughs> – this is a fun one. It's boomer bust for me. I yeah. think Venables is boomer bust. 100%. But I, I think it's going to be more boom. I like him a lot. All right. Dan Lanning, Oregon. He's young as heck. He's like 35 bust. years old. Cool. He's my bust. Yep. I I think the talent he had at Georgia is a big reason why their defense was so good in Georgia. I don't think he'll be bad, but I don't think he's going to bring like what uh Mario Cristobal brought to what? Oregon. Well, not, not to mention Nike. Washington? I'm not bringing up Washington. I'm bringing up Don Brown, UMass. <laughs> you oh, are come not. On. Cut his mic. Don <laughs> Brown, 43 and 19 yeah. in five years with UMass in the past. He's back. He's a minute man for life. Don Brown, baby. 
Do you even watch know, out for do Don you know Brown. Know he was our D coordinator. That yeah, man? that's why I brought it up. Okay, right, right. Don Brown's gonna be a successful Minuteman again. Oh, All right, so we have grief. the top twenty-five. We're not gonna read it off to everybody. If you you want to follow along with us, oh, look it up on boy. the Google. It's there. We're looking at the AP top twenty-five. We're talking about the biggest risers, the most intriguing fallers, and some, maybe some overrated, underrated teams. So if you guys don't have one, no big deal. We don't want you on a waste airtime just to. Waste it here. Yeah, we're only at two hours right now. I'm sure <laughs> we're getting there. I'm sure. Where, is hard knocks over you yet? Almost is my question. <laughs> is hard knocks over yet, or is it what's going on here? Um, but I do have a biggest riser. Um, I'm going to start with Iowa, and then you jump in where you guys go. So they're unranked currently. Um, if they can beat Michigan at home, and and or upset Ohio State, I feel like they can skyrocket. And then their schedule is. I don't want to say easy because I think the Big Ten does have some tougher teams than people realize, um, especially in the middle, like middle-of-the-pack type teams. Like, the depth's really there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the but D like, word. I think Iowa could be that team. And now, I don't know who, who they're bringing back. I don't know who left, all those things. But, like, what that team was last year heading into the Big Ten Championship, they were legit for a reason. I think they could kind of, like, regroup and kind of have that same type of season as they had last year. The, I don't think they're going to be any better than they were last year and, like, be a true contender, but I just think unranked seems a little unfair. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's why I think they could easily move up and, and kind of take off here. But that, that was kind of who I was looking at for a, a biggest riser here, from unranked to maybe top 15 at some point, maybe top 10 if they, they kind of if things kind of fall uh, in line. I, I couldn't agree with you, Mark, because at that point, it, this is what they do every single year. Like, mm-hmm. like Ryan brought up. Miami starting in the middle of the pack and then ending up unranked. Yeah, this is what this is what Iowa does. This is what Kurt Ferentz is. He's a good coach. He coaches these boys up every single year. No, are they a national contender? Of course not. Yeah, it's not. Gonna are happen. They, are they a good team? And they look to that schedule and go, you know, what? we're going to ruin this team's night tonight. And what do they do? They do it every single year, and they end up in the top twenty, top fifteen. Every freaking year. Yeah, they probably have it like a first-round like center, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. again. A or tight, tight end. end. Yeah, or tight end. <laughs> tight end that nobody it, can, can – It yeah, never stops. They'll, they'll have something like that. I, th- I think for me, I'm, I'm going to go with Northwestern because this is probably a Northwestern Ooh, type of year. Really? You know what I mean? They're starting I mean, off with a win, by like the way. How high are they rising? I don't know. I, I, if they're <laughs> I mean, it's ranked, every other year, if they're right? ranked, if they're ranked, that it's a massive rise. And okay. I think they could what, they end have up two wins last year. That's what I'm saying. Something like that. Yeah, right, Northwestern. This is every other yeah. year. They're like yeah. worse than than first, and then worse than then first. Yeah. They just. I feel well, like that side of the conference is getting a little deeper for yeah. them to kind of go on that type of run. But yeah, but I watch out. I, I like Pat Fitzgerald. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's now, a great coach. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one, Jarrett. What do you got? Um, mine are actually ranked, but I think they're going to be better at the end by the end of the year. Ole Miss, watch out. Lane Kiffin's my boy. I think uh, their really? team's actually going to be better than what people think, even though they're ranked twenty first right now. And they lost their quarterback. They did. I do. A Corral. I didn't think was like ultimately that amazing. Dude, honestly, he's pretty good. He's hurt for the season. He's out. Just by the way. you missed that on your trip. I actually didn't even know that. Yeah, he's <laughs> actually out for the year. He, he like he like what? He like hurt his leg or something. I was just about to have a hot ankle. take that he's gonna be the starter <laughs> midway, through, midway through this season. No, yeah, actually that didn't happen. What's your you hot take ha- for the you NFL? Can have a hot take. <laughs> midway guys. No, he actually eight. did bust. So Baker Mayfield is like a shoe in for Carolina, Frick. but um, and I, you know what, Cincinnati. 
I I think for where their rankings at, their schedule's never that strong. Watch Cincinnati rise again. I could see them. That's what I said. Yeah, I think Cincinnati's just an easy like they they'll move their way up. So be careful if they go undefeated again. Watch out. John's like, no, I'm not wasting wasting air time. He's like, we got to keep this thing moving. Yo, you don't like Cincy? No. Uh-huh. He, I'm just thinking hard knocks right now. Yeah, he's thinking. Uh-huh. Oh, start trying to get to hard knocks. Yeah, we're, we're not going to watch it live. But 6 a.m. start that. time at work tomorrow, too. Watch <laughs> it. We'll, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Jeez. All right. I hear you. Um, intriguing fallers. Do you guys have anybody that stands out to you as someone that is highly ranked, middle of the pack ranked, that's like not, not, should, doesn't deserve to be there? I, I got one. I got, right. I got, got two. Pitt, I got three. But. Pitt ranked at 17. I know they don't have a great, uh, a difficult schedule. Yeah. They're not the 17th best team. That is a way overranking for them. They just mm. lost Kenny Pickett. Um, I believe their best wide receiver actually transferred out of Pitt as well because Penny Pickett left. To USC, I believe. Yeah, there you go. So I, th- I think they – and then I watched them against Michigan State last year when State was trying to lose that game. Did everything they did could. Did everything they could to lose that game. And because Kenny Pickett was there, their offense had nothing. Yeah, it was awful. Pitt couldn't do anything. So was their defense pretty talented? Yeah, it sure seemed like it. Uh, but I, I, I just don't think they have the, the high-end talent like they had last year that made them rise, you know, all season long. Jarrett, who do you got? Uh, USC is my biggest one. I really? Think Everybody's hyped on the Lincoln Riley train. Give them a couple years, they'll probably be a lot better. And I know they have like a talented quarterback and stuff. I I just don't see him coming in right away and just being some top ten team. I think it'll take some time to adjust. I see them falling decent, like a seven and five year, eight and four maybe. Um, I think that one and Wake Forest get them out of here. I don't yeah, think Wake well, they Forest lost their, they lost their quarterback. Yeah, they're a pretender. I think uh, you know even at twenty two, I think they're they'll they're not even close to as good as that, but. As far as like a topper, like top team, USC, I just, I think they're just ranked way too high just because Lincoln we're Riley at 14 moved right now. Yeah. It's just the name. Um, kind of sticking loaded. with that USC, kind of the opposite side here is I was, I actually went Notre Dame. They play OSU, Clemson, and USC. Um, and with a first time head coach, I just don't, I don't see how they get through that by, by losing more, less than two games. You know what I mean? Like those are those are tough teams. You got US or OSU and Clemson alone, and then if you lose to Ohio State, that's tough. And then I just could see it just kind of all hitting the fan at once, and then just falling off. Their schedule's not easy. It never is. They build a pretty tough schedule. Um, and then when you have top teams that they do, I think that it could get really ugly really quickly for them. I'll believe it when I see it when it comes to this new head coach. Is basically where I'm at, Micah. Uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame also. I know we brought this up uh, last week or the week before. Notre Dame, I just don't believe in um, Marcus Freeman right now. I mean, he's he's a great recruiter. Do we know anything about his coaching? No, absolutely nothing. I know that there's a lot of talent on the field. I'm not going to take away from that. But that's kind of where I stand with Notre Dame. And then Utah. Utah is such a questionable thing. Uh, you know, again, another a well so coached Notre Dame right, this year. A well coached team. Sure. I mean, they start off with you or Florida. Florida baby. They start off with Florida, and then they go to San Diego State to, or uh, they host San Diego State with Brady Hoke, uh, Arizona State, Oregon State. No one cares. UCLA though, and then USC, then Washington State. Not a rollover. Arizona, Stanford, Oregon, it's Colorado. Not, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like I, I don't see them standing. 
with two feet in the top ten. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Another one that stood out to me was Oklahoma. I mean, the, the the departure of Lincoln Riley seems like a bigger deal to me than it does Jarrett. But then you look at uh, they play Nebraska, who I'm I'm very curious about them. I'm not saying they're good. Then you got Texas, Baylor, OK State. Um, yeah, it's just it, I just don't see any other wins that can build their resume back. I could see them losing a lot of games. Yeah, I really could. And where are they at right now? I think Oklahoma's at nine. I could see them falling out of the top twenty-five if it hits the fan. Yeah. And honestly, I just I, I don't know. That's an interesting one to me. It could this first year. I think Venables yeah. will be great in the long run. But you're right. You're going from a crazy offensive yeah. team it, with it, a decent defense to now it's defensive-minded. Yeah. And, I, and the they big, won six games by one score or less last year. Oh wow, that's crazy. So like that. I think the Big Twelve is open. Like they lost talent. They lost a coach. It's just like. As much I as know. I think the Big 12 is weak, I think we have to pay attention to that because Texas, Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, I think those four teams, if one of those comes out with one loss, I think they're in the playoffs. I don't know. I do. I honestly I do. It'll be interesting to see. So um, watch out for one of so those So I guess four. I just went with Oklahoma. That's my overrated. Do you guys have a different one that stands out to you as your most overrated team rather than your biggest faller? Uh, how about NC State? Are they any good? <laughs> I, I know nothing no, about NC State. I will, I'll bring up NC State. Yeah. I don't know anything they're about They're an them. opposite. I think they're like almost national contenders. Really? Yeah. Why? What am I missing? What? Their, <laughs> their conference is so bad, and they have a great team. They have a great well, team. Just dig deep. How just did dig that deep. Happen? Who's their I'm quarterback? quarterback. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll just tell you. I'll guy. do some just research wait. on NC State. It just makes no sense to me how they're number thirteen. <laughs> I want to look at their schedule. Uh, no, for real. Just look at it. Clemson's like probably their hardest game. Uh, at Clemson. At Clemson, mark a loss. I mean, the rest of them, they're four. probably favored. <laughs> but does that mean that they're a good team, or, or can I say it that they're overrated? Does it matter if they go thirteen? No, but that was the topic overrated. So I'm thinking. I'm, I thought I'm, that was the same as risers and falls. No, see, this is this is the this difference. is where I get confused. There's there's small differences that you need. If you're on the podcast more, you'll you'll. Oh, on. this oh, is where oh, you do oh, dark horse. You do professionals. <laughs> you do dark horse. You do I feel like uh, MVP. Uh, and I'm like, all four of these are the same yeah. topic. <laughs> the dark horse MVP. Normal MVP, <laughs> underrated MVP, Lock, comeback player, Lock, locker room MVP. <laughs> this is this is where my confusion yeah, arises at MVP. this point. Yeah, so maybe I am confused. I am still here, guys. Just so you know. Okay, no, are, I'm just. Are, are you strictly going off a of schedule, Jarrett? I just think they could uh, okay, easily okay. end up 12 and one at the end of the year. Yeah, but I, I does don't. Does a 12 and one record with them like does that help them finish in the top 10? They'll go to the national chain, or they'll at, go to the playoffs. This is the preseason. This is Clemson. the preseason. So one loss ACC in. will go to the playoffs. The oh. preseason is about where you think, how good you think the team is built. So it, it, it's not about where you think they're going to win in their conference by the end of the year. It's how good are they. And then they move up or down from there. So NC State, number 13, I'm sorry, just overrated. I don't know. I, I, I know nothing about them. <laughs> I'll, I'll go look it up, but. Screw that. That seems messed up. That's my Dark Horse MVP comeback <laughs> player. That's my Dark Horse <laughs> overrated. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep moving. I like NC State. Um, did you guys have any other overrated? Because I do I have do. another one. Oh. But are you going to jump oh, in? Oh, yeah. Is it the same the, as my the, second one? I don't get this stuff. I, I don't know. No, it's not. Oh, I, got, I, okay. I think I'm going to have to say it. The, this one might rub some no. edges of the SEC nation, but I'm going to go with Georgia. So they're an interesting one. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, laugh it they up. They will be a playoff. You want to bet on it right now? I'll do a shoe beer. Shoe beer. That's fine. Jo- shoe beer. Georgia will be in the playoffs. Bet them. Bet them. Bet them. 
I'm not going to. You think no. they're under? They're, you think they're overrated? Shoe beard. Georgia will shoe be beer. in the playoffs. You got to do it. Oh my gosh. Do no. it. No. Why? Why? A shoe beer? Yeah. yeah. A shoe beer. I'm not drinking boot. out of a literal shoe. That's Travis boot. is. You and Trav could do it together. I'm not doing that. I'll drink out of a like a a glass boot. What is the fun of that? What? A glass boot? All right, just keep going. Oh my keep gosh! Going. Yeah, it turns listen. from a bet to a drinking game. Listen, somehow. like I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, let's just listen. play waterfall, chase the bus. Yeah, let's just have gosh. a good time tonight. Okay, we'll shot. We'll shotgun a beer or drink out of like Das Boot. I don't care. But what I'm getting at is you won't do a shoey. <laughs> oh, what, what, I, what I saw Shoot. Trav do, I wanted to throw up. Did Trav okay. actually do it? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, well, he, did. he did it. That's good for him. Yeah, good for Trav, good for you. <laughs> so, listen, he doesn't listen I, I'm not saying that Kirby Smart can't reload in a sense, but you guys, we're, we're talking like, they lost a, lot like of a, a, a like century team, right? Like, we're not talking like a team for like the last five years, like great team, you know. We're talking like a team that will never be seen for like the next 20 years, 20, 25 years, like this, what they had on Alabama defense was absolutely starstruck. Yeah, they had so. they had the the number one overall pick for defensive end, and and the guy coming back, they have somebody better. And then they had two first-round tackles, defensive tackles in the first round that were taken, and the best two, one is still on the team. And two linebackers. And the best one's still on the team. They were highly drafted. And the best linebacker's still I, on the team. I still think, again, SEC East is weak. I think I to was, say they're not going to go undefeated until they play Bama I was on, I was is, on the Georgia overrated train for a while, but then I looked at their schedule and I'm like, yes, maybe they're still it, overrated, I but agree. they're still going to be right there. I don't even know if overrated is like they are by far a top type five team no matter how many they lost. They are at Bama status at this point. Of They just – Reload so hard. Dude, I wouldn't know that point far yet, but close. I don't think. Yeah, close. I don't think they're. Uh, they're they had not the freshman as good. tight end last year. Who's going to be better this year? They're not as good. They have the same quarterback. Well, like, same quarterback. Okay, who tore apart Michigan's Pickens, defense. Though. So I know, yeah, but, but I, I just really think they're they are such an a crazy talent compared to like especially everybody else in the SEC East. I just think if that, I were to put money on it, I would bet against them making the playoff. Honestly, because I. Again, even a two-loss Georgia, though, if they lose, I think say a two-loss Georgia doesn't game. make it. If they lose the SEC championship game, like you know but what they, I mean? They, uh, yeah, they could very well go undefeated in the regular season. They could too. miss out but on if you, it. If but, Clemson's but good like, if Notre Dame. Honestly, they like, do. like let's flip it for, from what we saw with Alabama last year. If Texas Alabama A&M. lost in the SEC championship game last year and it was their second loss, they wouldn't have made it. So, like, if you just say one loss for for Georgia during the regular season, know, a loss in the SEC championship game, I'm not sure they make it. They Based on it. what happened last year, no, Ohio State would have made it over Alabama. I think the committee doesn't really give a crap about. Re- I honestly think they well, go Alabama with could just I yeah, I test, yeah. which I hate. I hate I test, by the way. But they go by I test. If you're not going to sit there and say Bama's a top four team, if they're going by I test, I think they'll always go Bama. Too I, I think I think with Georgia, you have to assume the Alabama and Ohio State treatment, where they have. Next man up. They have a five-star recruit waiting in the wings. I think they're and there. again, and okay. again, they even have proven talent at all the positions they lost out on. They have better talent coming back. No, like and, their and second string is better than that. all of Florida's. Like first their string second string top. last year was better than their first string, and their first yeah. strings were all first rounders. Oh, their their team. Gosh, Micah. You always do this. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to bring this <laughs> no, on. No, they're right Kobe Dean is not their best linebacker last year. They had. I'm going to argue this. Four of them. Quay Walker. 
I think it's Bama, Ohio State, Georgia. <laughs> I love you. Just winked at me. <laughs> I think those three teams, it's just I can't prove them wrong. I don't know the names of some of the players coming up, but I guarantee they're great. I mean, all right. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting that's to see good. how, maybe, how, that, how maybe that all unfolds. In... Another one that I was thinking about, MSU. Yeah, I'm a Michigan fan. I'm going to do it. Um, terrible defense, mediocre offense without K-9 last year um, when he was hurt and when he was missing, all those type of things. Uh, he was a once-in-a-generation type running back. He was. And – you don't just they don't just grow on trees, let alone enter the transfer portal, which we're trying to do again this year. Same argument. Tough schedule. I'll argue this. Tough schedule. Tough schedule. I will too. It's nothing against Tuck Cummins. It's not. It's not against him. It's not against any of that. Their bad offensive line does not. They can't stand up to what they did last year. Kenneth Walker alone was their offense, and their defense was awful. They escaped many games. That they shouldn't have. They were very close to being a five-loss team last so, year. So some would chalk that up to being a well-coached team. Uh, yeah, you think or, Mel Tucker or maybe very has some lucky. talent? I don't know. Coach. I don't know. I I want to see uh, a little bit more. Look, I I, I want to go over it though. They play OSU, Wisconsin, Michigan on the road. Which look, I'm going to give them three losses for those. I am. What were the games? Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Michigan. They're on Wisconsin. the road. Both are Wisconsin, Michigan are on the road. No, Michigan's on the road at home against Wisconsin. I'm still going to – I believe I, in Wisconsin more than I, I believe in Ohio Wisconsin. State. That's three losses. You got at Washington and Penn State. Those are I take coin flip type games. Yeah. I don't see how they don't have four or five losses this year. They're going to drop out of the top 15 fast if it doesn't start well against Washington week two. So out of those games, the coin flip games, you just coin flipped everything against – Michigan State. No, I said four or five. Michigan because State I could will also win a game they them. shouldn't win. I could they also do that see them losing games yeah. that they, they lose, shouldn't They lose a game that they usually yeah. should. Yeah, they're going to lose against Here's Purdue Here's my again. thing. Payton Thorne, <laughs> back. I love Payton Thorne. He's good. Thorne. Very good. I, I think Payton Thorne, he's, solid. I don't Offensive see him getting worse. Offensive line is not good worse. enough to make him any better, though. Payton Thorne's mobile enough. He knows how to throw. He knows how to run a, an offense with you know a good rushing attack. Their line is not great. I will I will give you that. But yeah, guess but what? he can run. But guess what? Majority of them are coming back and transfer portal. They got a lineman that's decent. He's pretty good. So I don't think they're getting worse with offensive line. Running back, of course. Kenneth Walker, one of a kind. But let me just tell you, the kid out of Colorado, watch out for him. Jarek Broussard. Wait. Yeah. Can, Broussard. Can, we, can we go back to Peyton Thorne and just say last year he was he was a game manager? And, the year and that before, was good he was enough. way better, I thought. Yeah, so, well, he flashed better the year before, and he had yeah. some weird inconsistencies last year and everything. I think he's going to be much, much better this year than last year. Last year was a high-pressure situation. Absolutely. And, and this year, he knows he's the starter. He can prepare as a starter all year he long. He was the starter uh, last year, though, too. Yeah, but it was it was a it was a battle up until game one. We didn't know who was going to start. I guess that's true. I, ag- I agree with you, but at the same time, what, what Sam was saying, it's – it's that not even that offense could be could be completely indicative of what the offensive line does as when it comes to Peyton Thorne and, and the two running backs. I mean, it, it could be a complete disaster or it could be dynamite. Majority of the line is back, and so like they're not going to get that worse. That is a bad thing. No, it's not, not going to get college. worse. It's not going to get worse. Not they're college, a year no. older than much, freshmen coming can't in. Get much worse. Yeah. I, okay. But here's the thing. You're right. But it won't get worse. Their running back, the Colorado Brassard, guess what? He averaged more yards per game during COVID years, six, seven games with Colorado, than he, than Kenneth Walker did every game. 
<laughs> so he's a stud. He is literally considered a stud I'll, running back. I'll believe it when I I'm see I'm not going to compare him to Kenneth Walker until I, I see he's putting up Heisman candidate. Why not? He's a stud. But, like, I think he's very, very good. And then you pair him up with the other running back that they got and, like, from Wisconsin, I think that's a pretty solid combo. I don't think you're losing out that much on Kenneth Walker, honestly. Oof. I don't. You that's have Jaden. You have Jaden Reed back. Yep. Solid wide receiver. I, I love him as well. I, like I do too. That dude's a stud. Jaden Reed is, I think, second best wide receiver in the Big Ten. I'm gonna say it right no. now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it right now. <laughs> no. Just behind, wait. Behind I you. think Ohio State would have oh, probably Ohio two State better players. And, uh, what's Smith his name? Smith and Jigba. Smith and Jigba and Marvin Harrison Jr. No, I don't think. Yeah. I think the name gets you on that. No, one, I think he's I don't very think he's good. Did you watch that game against Oregon? And Jake, you're watching a game. I want to. No, see I'm just. Season. But the, the, yeah, he did it against Ohio State. Or he did it against Michigan State Reed last second. year too. Give me Jaden Reed, second best. Yeah, not true. And you're anyways, not even including any of Michigan guys. Anyways, <laughs> I think tight end they take a hit. Ronnie I like Hayward a lot. But again, offensive line. I don't think on offense you're going to see much of a difference, other the, than running their back. Their defense you're line's getting not good either. They're not good in the trenches, and that's right, where they can be exposed. So here's my thing with Michigan State. Worst. Their secondary is terrible. Yeah, because terrible. their defensive line sucks. It can't get worse. It legit can't. They were dead last. Yeah. So I think they're going to get better. They got that well, they speed from so. Georgia transfer portal. A Georgia boy, speed. He's going to be their number one corner. They're going to get better. Their defense will get a little bit better. Want to know about sacks and tackles for loss? Number one in the Big Ten. Did you know that? Last year? They were yeah, number they one lost, in sacks. They lost right? Number one in sacks. Didn't they lose two seniors? The guys that were doing that. Panashik was number one. Their second guy is still on the team. Yeah, the interior defense line. That's a monster. I can't. Yeah, think what's his? Name. his um, I wrote it down because he's a beast. Slack. Yeah. Mm, no. Maybe. Slade. Yeah. Jacob Slade yeah, just clogs good. the line. Dude, he's middle. massive. Jacob Slade. Anyways, but anyways, I think you can't get worse on defense. If they even become mediocre on defense. I don't think the offense is changing that much. It's not like State scored 50 points a game. I'm glad you say that when we get into the Lions conversation. But that's I, 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 just, that. I don't think no, I'm just kidding. we're treating like we're Walker. We're cutting Lions for the record. We're not talking uh, Lions Listen, today. we're treating like Walker. We Lions. scored like 50 Moving points on. a game. It's not true. He was, I think, he was special, but, but the core of the team is not like it's completely broken up. And this coaching staff that coached up Walker and, and played to those strengths are still there. Yeah. I don't think I don't think this is an, an underrated – I don't think this team is going to fall apart like a lot of people think. A lot of Michigan fans think this think is a better could. team than. That's than, the thing is I think they could. Yeah, I but could only see because four you, only because you're maybe, seeing like, a valid opponent. But from the other side, those teams have to assume that Michigan State's a valid opponent because they are. So these might State's be very coin, good. These might be coin flip games where, again, coaching may, might make the difference, and, and especially with a team that has momentum like Michigan State uh, gained last year going into this year. I, I still think Michigan State, led by Peyton Thorne, is going to be a problem. Yeah. They were two losses with the worst passing defense the worst. of the country. The worst. If they get mediocre, even that speed from Georgia, if he becomes like a decent corner, I think we're talking about a very dangerous MSU team. Not national contender. I think they could still lose two to four games. I think they're going to be even worse, that. finish worse than last year. I just don't I think, think they're, they're yeah, I agree. I think they finish not out of the top overrated. Tw- I think they're out of the top 25 heading into bowl season. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm out on that. A boot? <laughs> no, I'm not shoe gonna, beer? I'm not going to do a boot right now. Shoe no. beer? All right. So we're going to move on. For the record, we are going to cut the Lions talk for now. Okay? We're not going to talk Lions. We're going to just going to This is going long, but it's good, right? 
We're Should good. I play the outro music? Is no. that what you're saying? No, not yet. Because we got our final <laughs> fours to talk about. Who we have in our final four. I'm going to start, and then you guys can, can jump in after that. Um, we're not going to talk best games of each week. Oh, shoot. On the back side oh, of that boy. other we page. Can do that quick. We can do that quick. Blaze through a gentleman. That's a blazer. That's a blazer. Holy cow. A Sam, Sam figured out the print on both sides sheet button on the printer setting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, need we, to, you need to figure out how to disable that because I don't like this. I know. I don't like it either. Like, I did it to I? try. I, I, we had five guys today. I didn't want to waste too much paper. So. Especially this quality. Man, this is like four oak and Heisman right. And Heisman talk. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just going to kind of go quick here. Um, I don't believe you. But week zero, I think <laughs> the biggest, the best matchup, no question, is Nebraska versus Northwestern. It's a Big Ten matchup, best of the bad games, week zero. But it's week zero, it's football, right? Big Ten. No going to argue agree that. Agree 100%. What did, I, what did I say? Did I say Big Ten? I thought I did. But. Y- 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 All right. Week one, I think, has a pretty solid slate. You got Cincinnati against Arkansas, two teams that our people are, are pretty hopeful on. Don't care. You got uh, Oregon and Georgia. There we go. That's a good one. Utah, Florida, which is a sneaky one. That I think Florida could catch a, a highly ranked team off guard. You got Notre Dame at Ohio State and Florida State at LSU, which is just brands. I'm personally going to lean towards Notre Dame OSU. I think you easy. got what two top five teams right there. Yeah, and, that's and, easy. and it's crazy to say that over Oregon and, and Georgia that quick, but it, it with that slate, man. It's that's not, a, it's not crazy. I'm with you. It's a really if good Notre, slate right if there. If Notre Dame wins this, they're it, in the playoffs. To, to be honest with you, no, I disagree. But to be honest, like th- everybody's so excited for to the be honest, Ohio's. You're wrong. <laughs> like, oh damn! I think I guess you I'm look dishonest. at look at it on paper, or or uh, Notre Dame Ohio State is going to be a good game, and people are going to be all pumped. But then you could also see Ohio State winning this game by 21 to 25. Honestly, it could of happen course. because we don't yes. know what kind of coach he's going to be. Where you look at uh, Oregon, Georgia, Georgia, you know, f- replacing a lot of players. And Oregon trying to make a, a name for themselves. I feel like that game will probably end up being closer than the uh, Ohio State Notre Dame game. But what on paper, you can't go against Notre Dame Ohio State, right? I, I would absolutely love to see Notre Dame just win. I win at all costs against awesome. oh, against Ohio State because it's going to make Buckeye faithful go completely mad. I love yeah. it. I mean, they There's would a lot call of for Ryan Day's head I would instantly. L- I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, would, it would be so a lot of hype that that would pandemonium. Be six to midnight so yep. fast. You guys have no clue. You've never seen anything like that. Yeah. What, what, just, what, am I, what do I think is going to happen? I think Ohio State's going to score 56. Yeah, I, I, I agree. 34. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I think they're going to yeah. absolutely I can see them win by like 20 to 30 points. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Week two. Um, week two, Alabama, Texas. Interesting, not not That's my that game. great. Um, That's you got my Iowa game. State, Iowa, which is a big rivalry. USC, Stanford, which can be a rivalry. Baylor, BYU. I agree. Alabama, Texas oh, is down. very big brands. intriguing. Big right? brands. Now, Texas unranked has like two Heisman potentials, yeah. the running back and quarterback. So, like, they could be sneaky very Yeah, what's good. his name? His name started. Ewan or whatever. Yeah, is Quinn, like Ewers. Quinn Ewers, Ewers and Xavier Worthy could be a yeah. nasty connection. Ewers was, like, like, the biggest recruit a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, for because, uh, actually, he went to Ohio State, and he said, yeah, <laughs> later. Well, yeah. He, he went there, yeah. He was going to pick Texas, and then he went All to right. Ohio State, and said, yeah, but then he's back. That's it's a storyline. Yeah. Week three, Oklahoma at Nebraska may be interesting. At that point, you never know. BYU at Oregon, possibly. Penn State at Auburn, interesting Big Ten SEC matchup there. MSU at Washington, Miami at Texas A&M. This one I think is just good matchups, not anything that stands out. Which one kind of stands out to you the most, Jarrett? I'm going to just let you – I got uh, Miami at Texas A&M. Agreed. I think 
I think yep, Miami's going to get crapped on, and Mario Cristobal just again still a good team. I just think this is like they're slapping the face of this is not your year. Right. Texas A&M storyline of a new dominant. coach in A and M with the with the um, all the money going in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I think right. I think, but so I don't see it being close. But story that's a great game. It's storyline Miami. Not there yet. If Texas A&M can escape week three, week four can kind of have that same type of thing when you got Arkansas coming in. If they're both undefeated, Arkansas was kind of skyrocket quick. You got Utah right. at Arizona State, which can be a sneaky, not a good matchup, but can be a sneaky, tough game for a team like Utah. Clemson, Wake Forest, Minnesota at MSU. That one's pretty interesting to me. Wisconsin at OSU seems to be the one that stands out. Do you guys agree or disagree? Yeah, 100%. Trap game for OSU. I, I, I don't think it's... It's hard for me to look at OSU and go, yeah, you're just going to walk on everyone. It's it's not going to happen. They're going to struggle with Wisconsin. I agree. It's OSU because even if OSU loses to Notre Dame in week one, it's not ending their Big Ten chances, and this would be maybe potentially a second loss or first loss in the Big Ten. I disagree. Which I think, one do you got? I think Ohio State will crap all over Wisconsin. Clemson at Wake. I think this is the game to just get Wake out of here. I think Clemson can win this one, even though I'm not like super high on Clemson. That's a good game. I think that's a, a sneaky good game. I just don't care. Also, about Wake. that's going to be a really good week though because you got Minnesota at MSU. Like I know it's not like a marquee matchup necessarily when it's Minnesota unranked, but it's like look out because Pretty Minnesota's row the boat. It, like people are waiting for it to finally work, oh. and if it starts working, that could be an interesting game. Uh, week five, Michigan has their first game. Michigan at Iowa, very very interesting to me. Sanford at Oregon, NC State at Clemson, interesting one there. Okay, State at Baylor, another good. Like, this is a good slate. You got Alabama at Arkansas if they're still um, running with things. And Kentucky Ole Miss, which I think doesn't fall in line here. Ryan, which one stands out to you the most in this one? I, I mean, this is a homer pick, but I'm going Michigan-Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Because of the storylines with Michigan, really with their first four weeks being non-competitive. Yeah. I want to know who's playing quarterback in this game. And so yeah. I think that the quarterback battle will be decided by the time Iowa comes around. So for me, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. That, yeah. I agree. With and that. it's at, and it's at Iowa. So it's, it's, it's making the teams a little bit more uh, competitive. It's a tough place to play. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't know if they came out with the times on that one, but it could be come a night game potentially. Yeah, right. Probably so watch out for that. Jared, does that, is that the one that sticks out to you or do you have something else? I got Oklahoma state Baylor. I think uh big 12. That's a good one. This is like your who's going to reign supreme moment of if Oklahoma State can go into Baylor and win. I, again, I'm I'm high on Oklahoma State. I love the Van or Gundy, whatever his name yeah. is, the mullet. I love it. Bring yep. it on. Yeah, I mean the, they're Call both are going to be two top ten teams potentially by then if, yeah. if they take care of business. Uh, jumping into Week Six, which is a little bit quieter, but you do have a couple good matchups here. BYU at Notre Dame. The independence nobody cares about, but it's like the two ranked teams, so I put it on here. Um, AM at Alabama. I think that's the easy one, but then you also got OSU at MSU in Auburn, Georgia. It could be a, a sneaky, interesting one, but it has to be the AM Alabama, right? Easy. Because of all of they everything hate each else, other, man. Right? Like With Jimbo wants to beat Bama so bad. Yeah. The, the conference is offseason ripping on each other oh, yeah. offseason. This is going to be a heated game. This is a great week, though, because those other matchups are worth I love the having those sneaky picks. I seriously yeah. am looking at these. I'm like, I could seriously sit from noon. If they if they do the time set right. Oh, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. If they do this right for my yep. personal advantage, 
I'm excited for these of these this football season. Um, are we week seven, right? Um, yep. You got Penn State at Michigan, USC at Utah. Interesting one there if they're both continuing to take care of business. You got Wisconsin at MSU, Arkansas at BYU. I, I just got to keep BYU out of this. Uh, Clemson at <laughs> Florida State, maybe, I guess, could be interesting. Auburn at Ole Miss, maybe. Like, I don't know. It feels like USC-Utah has the most to play for in this situation, in my opinion. But also, as a homer, I'm going to be like, Penn State at Michigan, Wisconsin uh, at Michigan State, great games right there. I mean, which uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough doing this. Right? I only say Wisconsin at MSU because this is what Paul Chris is looking forward to because of what Mel Tucker is doing. He, he, Mel Tucker is, regardless of what you think of him, Mel Tucker is doing great things at MSU right now and is building a program from the ground up, essentially. And Paul Christ wants to put the hammer down on Mel Tucker. I, I would assume it probably prime time. Yeah, I mean, that that's, will be, that will be a really fun, fun game to watch. Uh, we're on to week eight. Purdue at Wisconsin, Minnesota at Penn State, Iowa, OSU, Mississippi State at Alabama. I mean, no many. Not, I mean, not many huge games. I don't think at this point in the season, but like, I, I always look at Big Ten matchups. That's why like these kind of this week stood out to me. Um, which one stands out to you, Ryan? Mm, this is a pretty pathetic week. <laughs> I mean, it, it, potentially, right? <laughs> which one? You got one. We're in week eight. I, I mean, I, I would say Ohio State, Iowa. Yeah, it could be a, a good one. Yeah, right? it, it could be. Yeah. It's it's at Ohio State though, so I I'm, I don't you know don't if I believe it, it yeah. right? But but that happens against Ohio State. They don't necessarily lose these games every year. But if a they, team's ready to punch them in the mouth and they're not ready for yeah. it, they can be punched in the mouth pretty quickly. So strictly out of parody, you know, if if Wisconsin goes into MSU the previous week, what would Purdue do? It seems, it's, that it seems funny? like one of those. What, what would Purdue do? Yeah, they would okay. Win. Anyways. Purdue would go into Wisconsin and take care <laughs> of business. That's, against, that's a really good point. Against Wisconsin. Purdue does that once a year. Yep. Do they not? Week nine, Utah at Washington State, Michigan State at Michigan, Northwestern at Iowa, Florida at Georgia, OSU at Penn State, Ole Miss at Texas A&M. Come on, I mean, guys. look, we're, we're obviously Michigan, Michigan State crap. fans here. It's got to be Michigan State at Michigan, yep. I would assume. Yep. But I think there's also some really good matchups there. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares about Florida, Georgia, though. I think Ohio Poor State, Jared. Penn State, Florida, Florida Georgia line. I don't, I don't know anybody that cares about Florida, Georgia. Florida, Georgia line. <laughs> his mic's up. Keep his mic up. No, no. <laughs> no th- th- this is the week of the Big Ten right here. It feels like it. Big but ten. at the same time, where I look at Michigan State, they could already have three losses here. Is it really that big of a game? That's it where is. I just look at it. Michigan could also have a loss to Iowa at that point. It doesn't. It's like matter. I know. It doesn't matter. Like for us, we, it doesn't. But I'm last year like it was it was it was football. undefeated, undefeated, right? Yeah. Year before That's, that, yeah. Michigan Michigan lost to a team that everybody gave no credit to at all yeah. to Michigan State, and, and this they is beat a them. Massive game, I think. For this is this Michigan. is for Harbaugh. Yeah, this I is a Harbaugh game. Yep, Jared, do you have anything to Florida add Georgia? Uh, that weekend, I just don't care line? about anything else. Really? I, I have so you're no not going to watch Michigan, Michigan State game? All right. It's, well, you heard, you heard honestly, it here first. I'll Jared be is not going to watch Florida, Michigan, Michigan Georgia, State. Georgia, and you don't care about I'll anything else. I'll watch it. Else. It doesn't mean I care for it. <laughs> what? I don't get you sometimes. <laughs> That's our biggest uh, rival. I hate Georgia the most. Yeah, I just don't get why you say, like, we and stuff. Like, you've right, been like, living there for a short week, amount of time. 
ten. Clemson <laughs> at Notre Dame. Tennessee at Georgia. Minnesota at Nebraska. Baylor at Oklahoma. Alabama at LSU. For me, it's Clemson Notre Dame. Baylor Oklahoma. That yeah that that game determines who wins the Big Twelve. I think. You think so? Oh. I think so. So if Oklahoma's continued, if if they don't let down the way I'm expecting, I think you could be right for sure. Um, what about Alabama LSU? That's where I'm going. All I'm not, day I'm not long. I'm ready to go into the LSU thing at this point. That you. seems like I'm a thirty point game to me. So the spread yeah, might be like twenty five. Right. I don't think I don't think Kelly's going to come in hot immediately in the SEC and do it. I but I can also see years. LSU being like, week 10? we don't care about anything other than Alabama. This there you year. go. That's an interesting one. And set the tone there, and then that's how that's going to be Brian Kelly's selling point. That is a it tough, is be interesting. tough place to play too. I think Clemson. Yeah, LSU. It's probably yeah, going to be a night game, that's right? True. Eight o'clock. It's like game. one of those two uh, ankles starts hurting, hobbling around type things. Man, LSU it, is it, going to happen. They're going to pour so much money into that weekend with all their fans, all the hype. I mean, it's going to be wild. That's an interesting one. I'm going to lean towards Clemson, Notre Dame. Clemson, Notre Dame. Because I think that's more playoff potential. Yeah, I if, think Notre Dame will lose State, to Ohio State, and then like they have to win out. So that's going to be big for them. I think Clemson could have one loss at this point, too. So, like, loser yeah, is yeah, out. Loser's out of that playoff. And I like yeah. that. Um, jumping into week 11, Nebraska at Michigan, Texas A&M at Auburn, Washington at Oregon, Wisconsin at Iowa, Alabama at Ole Miss. I think the Alabama-Ole Miss one's interesting. But I'm going to go with Wisconsin at Iowa because of that. That could settle that side of the Big Ten. Absolutely. Where I don't think Alabama-Ole Miss is – I just – as, as much hype as it will probably have by then, it'll still be a blowout. <laughs> like, that's just the way I look at it when it comes to Alabama and these big games. Yeah, I mean, I I told you earlier, I'm kind of, like, sneaky on the Ole Miss train with Lane Kiffin. So, like, I think this could be, like, one of those trap games But, it, but is it any Alabama. different than the last couple of years? Because I've been sneaky on Ole Miss, but and it I know. continues I, to and be I that agree. same thing. Their you know? offense can be that good. Yeah, where because they can of their quarterback. Bama. They lost their quarterback who's going to be week eight starter. I just <laughs> think they're that good. I, <laughs> just watch out. I just think this could be sneaky, like watch out game. I don't, I'm not necessarily like yeah. necessarily saying Ole Miss is going to win, um, but yeah, I mean, I could see like as far as the Big Ten goes, the winner of this game could easily be the winner of that side. Guys, of the it's division. Washington, Oregon. Everybody is going to be Fu- paying attention to Pac-12 football, baby. <laughs> two future yeah, Big Ten teams. I think those <laughs> you've had a little too much juice. Those two, yeah, juice got loose. Those juice two SEC loose. matchups that week could be super intriguing if Ole Miss and Auburn maybe entered their matchups with Texas A&M and Alabama with like one loss and those other teams being undefeated. Yeah, NBC, one of them will be there. I love right. Auburn. Auburn sneakily wins a crazy game every year as well. Yeah. So this like, could be that game. Yeah, I mean, they, it, 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 that could be, uh, you know, like in a way, like a four-position swing for one of those teams potentially. Good point. I'm not saying that's going to happen. but When does Auburn play uh, Alabama. Alabama? Yeah. Where is that? Ah, never mind. That's usually towards yeah. – Week 13. Oh, yeah. Week 13? Well, we introduced both. Yeah. That's a big game. You're getting to the nitty-gritty. You're getting that, those last couple weeks of the, of the, the season. The rivalry action. Yeah, absolutely. Um, week 12, Western Central, obviously a big one here in the state of Michigan. Wisconsin pick. at Nebraska, USC at UCLA, Miami at Clemson, Utah at Oregon, Georgia at Kentucky, OK State at Oklahoma, Ole Miss at Arkansas are the headliners, if you will. Um, obviously, Western Central, I, I think that was a joke. That's the yeah. biggest one. Okay. Gotta love um, that rivalry, though. <laughs> Shout out to the there. chips, fire up chips, although they – 
they have freaking McIlwain, who's I just hope a Western wins week Florida. one. I'm just saying. Fire up Chip Broncos. Screw fire, that. Go Bronx. Western, baby, all the way. <laughs> I hope Western wins week one. That's all that matters. Oh, oh no, I don't. Against Ohio or Michigan State. That would be so disappointing. John, what are you going to say? You're going to say something? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know if, the, if that was Western Kentucky versus Central Kentucky. Oh. But <laughs> right. That could be, too. Good, I think Western know. Kentucky might plays be the same Alabama week. that week. Um, no, but the one that really stands out to me is Utah at Oregon. Could be interesting. Could be two highly rated teams. Um, that one stands out. I've got what am o- I missing here? Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. I think That's I, a good one. As you mentioned before, like Oklahoma versus, I think, Baylor. Yeah. I think this is the game that. Okay decides the Big 12. I think one of these teams might be undefeated or one loss. This is the game that if they win this, I think they're going to win. Kind of like a strength of schedule game. go to the playoffs. You know? I think the Big 12 will have think, a playoff no, team. No, I disagree with that. I think, I think they're going to beat each other up. This I don't think my, anybody stands. Right, we don't need to get back into this that. This is Man, my I, opinion. <laughs> no, Ryan, you got one? You're wrong. Yeah, I'm going to be honest here. <laughs> Sneaky pick would be Kentucky's better than we think because their quarterback is really good, and then they've got something to play for against yeah. against uh, Georgia. Georgia. That would be big just just because of how high-profile Georgia is. Or just be playing spoiler. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not necessarily predicting this to be the must-watch game, but I think it could have a lot of impact. I think again, like with with parity, I think the USC UCLA matchup with Chip Kelly still out there at UCLA, good running back, um, USC, you know the whole Lincoln Riley story, and they're both coming into the Big Ten shortly in a couple of years, and I, I just I like that matchup right there, kind of the battle of LA. And then we got Week 13, which I think we all know which one stands out the most to us. But you do have some other good matchups. You got Nebraska, Iowa, which could be interesting. Florida, Florida State, just a big rivalry. Um, Notre Dame at USC, MSU at Penn State. Like these are becoming really big games. Minnesota at Wisconsin oh, yeah. could be sneaky good. Pitt at Miami, maybe turns into something. Auburn, Alabama, you never know what's going to happen Bowl. in that in-state rivalry. But you got Michigan at Ohio State. It's the game for a reason. We're Big Ten country mostly, so we're going to probably lean towards that. Yep. And based on what we're seeing, it seems like it could mean a lot. So, Jarrett, do you agree or disagree with us? I'm assuming we all agree yeah, with that. Yeah, I, I have Michigan-Ohio State. It's always a fun game to look into. Um, I do think that it's one of those that this could almost be like a where we, we've been seeing the past few years as far as like Bama and Georgia. I kind of see that almost happening where like if Michigan wins, Ohio State and Michigan could both maybe technically sneak in or whatever. Yeah. Um, I could see that happening because I, I mean, this is a little precursor, but I think Ohio State's going to be undefeated at this point. So I think that could happen. If if Michigan pulls this off, holy cow, we got two big, you know, one-loss teams. So this is a big game. Um, I do also really like that Notre Dame-USC game. I think Notre Dame was going to lose to Ohio State. But I, mm-hmm. I think Notre Dame has a chance to sneakily win out until this game. If Notre Dame beats at USC or wins at USC, you're talking about them playoffs too. So like this is a big game for them. USC is going to be good with Lincoln Riley. I That's think, probably like my number two. But yeah. Michigan Ohio State for sure. Yeah. It's easy to say like oh last week of the season it's a win and you're in matchup, and I think that's one of them. Like you said, Notre Dame USC. If USC runs the table too, you got. That yeah. is. Yeah. Two one loss teams playing that game. Um, both teams potentially being like on you know, on the verge of making the playoffs sneaking. Could be in. a really good week yeah. of football. Same with Michigan and Ohio State, obviously. Yeah. I think yeah. with Alabama too, 
I, this is not necessarily a year where Alabama is just going to run the table and, and they're a shoe in for the playoffs. This could be an impress me type of week. You better win with style points over Auburn, which is not easy to do. Yeah, that's a good point. Hundred percent. Um, getting into real quick, I want to I want to move through this if we can. Who is your on paper final four? I will go first. Sweet. I got Alabama, Georgia. Michigan, Ohio State. I feel like everything. Oh, you got it happening. I, Michigan's I got, gonna beat Ohio State dang, again. I got all four of them, and I think it's gonna be two conferences. I think a little precursor. I think oh, the that would college be football playoff is ready to embrace. Make make a point to be like we need to expand. They're ready to do it. I think if you show two Big Ten teams against two SEC teams, oh, that will be, be the final dagger in expand this mother effort. Otherwise, this is going to continue <laughs> to happen. That's what I think is going to happen this year. Well, if A-hole okay. didn't get, a ki- get us kicked <laughs> off, I think mother, mother effort. Yeah, mother I, effort. I think I'm allowed to say that, <laughs> Mother right? effort. Yeah. I think I'm allowed to say that. Unless you're talking about a mother heifer right. cow or something. <laughs> you, guys, all right. Right. All right. <laughs> you guys Chocolate give your, your final you fours. That. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna I'll keep it going. I'm going to use the going as I listen. I've got I, Alabama, Michigan, Clemson reestablishing, and Ohio State. Bunch of homers here. What? Now everybody, I understand one, but now everybody's Michigan gonna Ohio have State? Michigan and Ohio yeah. State. Who was it? Say it again. Alabama, Michigan, Clemson, Ohio State. Okay, you got Clemson. Okay, yeah. Like I, I think. So you guys I mean, all legit do, think that? Do you think? Do you think that final game, Michigan Ohio State? Do you think Ohio State is going to beat Michigan to tie it up, or Michigan's going to beat Ohio State I, to tie it up? I, I don't have a gut feeling, to be honest it's with you. It's got to be the other way. Michigan has Michigan, to beat Ohio State Michigan to will lose one game before Ohio State, and they have to beat Ohio that State. That has to be the way that both of them get in. I think so. Or, or are you saying both are undefeated? So, Or you think, oh, oh, you think they're both undefeated. Oh, I don't think that. I think it's Im- almost. That's outrageous. I think it's almost. I think it's almost impossible <laughs> to lose that game, and then uh, you're not even in the conference championship, and then you get in. I just think you look at the you look at recent years and the and the number of two team Big Ten contenders in the top four. It doesn't happen, guys. So why why are we why are we picking two Big Ten guys <laughs> back teams, to back picks back to back picks four. in the final four? It does not happen. It's never happened in the Big Ten before. <laughs> Last week I should have done three. That's what I should have done. No, but no. But last year, like, we had a, we had an opportunity to, opportunity for that to happen. I, it has to be a perfect storm. It's not going to be a perfect storm. Clemson last year did not make the playoff. Yes. We didn't have a Pac-12 team like like usual make the playoff. Notre Dame did not make the playoff. Last year should have been the year it happened, right? Could have been no, a but you year. had Cincinnati that was undefeated. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. They're, you're going to have a random undefeated team that'll that. get the nod in front of two Big Ten teams. But, but I really, you really two look SEC at the teams, teams that are supposed to be like potentially to do that. You look at they have pretty tough schedules. Like Cincinnati had a pretty easy schedule outside of Notre Dame last year. That was the one game they had to win, and then the winner of that game got in. Is basically how that panned out. It's not going to pan out that way. You're not going to have that random undefeated team that can that can shake things up. It's really going to be four major conference teams this year. And that's why I just I think they're going to do it. I think they're ready to pull that trigger and and just be ready to put two of the same conference in there. That's just the way I look at it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, do you want to go over me? <laughs> yeah, you're ready. You go first. All right. So, I have <laughs> um Ohio State. I have Alabama. I've got Georgia. I 
I just feel like those three are lock at this point. I just feel like with recruiting, with their schedule, I, even Georgia, you lost a lot, but like they're our side. I'm gonna say our because Florida, but oh, okay, got it. Our side of the SEC, <laughs> like the SEC East, is not very. It's it's okay. Georgia should by far beat all of us every game. So I by think us those Florida. Yes, got it. Those <laughs> three, those three teams are locks. The fourth one is a wild card. Nebraska? It, oh hell no! Oh, okay. it's decided oh, between sh- Notre Dame, which he's going to go with. No, I'm not. I'm oh, not going with not. that. Uh, Michael, Notre Utah. Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame is close. Uh, NC State sneaky, <laughs> but I'm going to go Oklahoma State. I just Ooh. think I think the winner of the Big Twelve. It might not be Oklahoma State. That's my pick personally, but I think someone from the Big Twelve, whether it's Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma State, or Baylor. One of those four will go. Will be sneaky good with one loss. They will sneak into that four spot. I picked Oklahoma mm. State. I'm going to go with them. I like their quarterback. He's back. They had a great year. They were literally like inches away from beating Baylor in the championship game, and they would have gone to the playoffs if they that won. That was a crazy game. Crazy game. I think that they, of all the teams, like, I mean, Baylor, new quarterback, even though he's probably a little bit better, but, like, new quarterback – there's new coaches. Who Oklahoma's did? different coach. You have Texas, all these new crazy. Like, I just think Oklahoma State's the more consistent. They have everybody back. I think they can get there. Winner of the Big 12 will go. John Ryan. I got my four. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll be last. Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, USC. USC. Oh, oh you're on the Lincoln Riley, even though he's oh, – man. Great quarterback, great wide receiver. Don't put up points. Wait, you're saying Solve or whatever his name is, a great quarterback? Slovis? Slovis? No, who did he get to come oh, from? Oh, the USC he got the guy? guy from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Caleb Williams? Yeah, Williams. Caleb yeah. Williams. Yeah. Oh, Worked for them in Oklahoma. Yeah. It looked really good, but it also looked really bad. Worked for so them in Oklahoma. very interesting. One. I didn't really I, – yeah, I didn't put that together. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting one. USC is very, very interesting. I, I almost penciled in Baylor in that fourth spot. I'm with Jarrett. I think a Big 12 team could get in. Pac-12 but could be the same way. I'm, I'm Utah, just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna USC. lean with USC and the brand, and if they can yeah, win those big games, yeah, that's not bad. All right, I gotta decide. <laughs> I gotta decide Drum about roll, where, you're not gonna do I it. I gotta decide I about out. my heart. What my heart wants me to do in pick Michigan, and and because oh, because because <laughs> can I just tell you that they have a better offensive line this year than last year? That was their strength last yep. year. They have more wide receiver depth this year. They have yep. a better quarterback situation. Better running back they situation. They have a more dynamic running back situation. Their offense looks better. Defensively, they lost a huge, huge part of their defense on their defensive Aiden line. Aiden Hutchinson was However, the only they had Daxon Hill was a first-round pick, and Ajabo, who okay. would have been a first-round okay. pick. Okay, I am saying overall their linebackers and secondary, secondary are way are going to be way better than last year's team. So I don't think they're going to take a major step back. They need to find their guy to, to create pressure because that is something they need to find. I don't think it's with the, their starting group right now, but one of their freshmen or one of their sophomores are going to step up and it's going to be a major impact. Okay. Before now, you that's what my on, heart wants me to say. Before you move on from Michigan, I just want to say, People that are talking about how Michigan's going to take a dr- step up, step back on defense. Since Jim's been there since 2015, he had the 19th overall defense, fifth overall defense, eighth overall defense, sixth, o- 16th overall defense, 14th, 115th, 15th oh, yeah. in the COVID year, and then 13th overall defense. 
That's what they are. This They are in a reload situation when it comes to defense. Yeah, they lost a lot. It scares the crap out of me. But what we know about Jim Harbaugh's defense that he brings in, the recruits he brings in, now, new defense coordinator, scary as well, but they are in a reload cycle is what they're in. And I think you cannot assume Michigan's going to have a massive drop-off because you lost who they lost. And all these guys learned from Aiden Hutchinson. They they developed that work ethic. They developed all the you know David uh, David. Why Ajabo is their types. secondary going to be better? Why? why is Ohio? Why is Michigan State's secondary going to be better? DJ Turner. Wait, DJ Turner yeah, took yeah, over. That's wait, wait, exactly. Hold on. You want to go that route? Yeah. Why is why because is they can't the, get any it's worse? The same. It can't. That's why Michigan State's so, going to be better. Exactly. But Michigan's going to no, be better because like, they actually no matter how Taylor. bad they are, Michigan State will be. Better than uh, what they were last okay, year. Okay, the, re- the reason is because DJ Turner is a legit stud in this mm-hmm. defense. He took over midway last year a as year a starter. Older. And then and then Jamon Green, Jamon Green, I have always believed in in his athleticism and his ability to cover. All he needed to ever do was turn his head and look for the ball. And and so yeah, being a year really? older and a fifth year senior or whatever he is, he's okay. going he's going to have the confidence and time on the field to learn that lesson. And Will if, Johnson if is going to he play. He doesn't. By the way. Will Johnson will take his spot. So you guys all agree Michigan will beat Ohio State this year? No, no I did not say that. that. No, 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 no. I started this no. conversation. Oh, so what was your final four? Michigan baby over Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, holy <laughs> crap! Let's go. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you just you just like primed me for that. I I wasn't even gonna do yeah. that. So Ohio State's it's gonna pick. lose two games. It's my pick now. This. No, I I never said no. Michigan was gonna beat Ohio State. All right, hold on, guys. My picks: Michigan, no Ohio State in there. Michigan's in. Final wow. four. You want to boot it? I got Georgia. You shoot it. No, <laughs> do you want All right, Jared. I'll then out of this one. Don't boot that if you're gonna boot your Oklahoma State in the playoff. <laughs> That's so different. Is it? Wait, is it my boot? Is it my boot? Such a different. Hold on, hold on. Is it my boot? Is it my boot or is it like? It's my boot. I got stinky boots. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, Mike already denied yeah, my shoe boot bet. <laughs> it's because your boot bet was bull crap. Your boot. I think it was it actually was, been it was a pretty fair bet, wasn't it? I don't remember what it was, but it would have been a good one. I think Moving it was a boob, on, a boob bet. That's what I heard right there. <laughs> it was Georgia boob? making the playoffs. Oh yeah, Georgia making. the Hey playoffs. guys, come on! Bet? I've got right, Georgia yeah, right. in there. I've got Michigan in. I've got Clemson in, and I've got Texas A and M. Oh, baby! I'll drink to that just because I want that to almost happen. Alabama, hey. I'd love Gone. a good little throw together. See ya, Bama. Mich- I love that. Michigan doesn't beat Ohio State. They're in, and Texas A and M is in too. <laughs> yeah, so Ohio State's gonna lose with, two games with Georgia, Michigan. That. I love that. Johnny, you want something right. or tie? And I just I don't understand the hype with Clemson. I, I'm very interested to see what I'm they not, do. I don't care about the this hype. Is why I actually I'm on don't NC think they're State good. Train. I don't think I'm they're on like NC State. I don't think they're good, point. but I think they're exactly. good enough to win and get into the playoff. Their conference is just that bad. Oh, they're so yeah. and they have a big enough Honestly, name. I'm not sure any team gets in or and from any other conference. Oh, no, there'll the, be teams that get in. Well, from outside of the Big 10 or the SEC that can get in with a loss. That's the way I look at it. I'm well, not sure anybody else can. I disagree. I don't know. I think a one-loss Ohio State gets in over a one-loss anybody else. A one-loss Michigan oh, yeah. gets if you're in over a one-loss one one anybody else. Have we seen that yet with the Big Ten? What, what, two I honestly teams? can't remember no, two teams. No, we haven't. Like, SEC is the only one that can basically yeah. pull that off. Oh, wait, are we sure? Did Michigan State and Ohio State? Oh, Ohio State didn't make it that no, year. I think it. that was yeah. the year that they couldn't get in. And that's not in. even a day. I, I think they were undefeated. Curious I think they were undefeated that year and they didn't get in, right? Wasn't that Urban Meyer's I, first well, year, think, like after the like the scandal or whatever? Yeah, I think well, they Ohio were. I think yeah, they, I think they were on they probation. Got, they got or whatever. beat by I, a one no. loss 
Bama or whatever. No, I think they were undefeated and they weren't allowed to play in postseason. That's what I mean. They were on like probation. Yeah. Shout out to Urban. Urban, I love you. Urban, you're a special. What is Jim Rome called? Forever support. I don't know. I don't know what is it. Oh, I heard this. Yeah, I'm a big Urban guy. It's a pun on like. What is he? I don't know. Let's stop. It. Let's stop <laughs> yeah, talking let's and get, think. Yeah. No. Yeah. Let's, let's just have a minute. terrible air time. Let's have a moment of silence for Herb. I hate when we just. Uh, sit there I know for we like can't do air second. time. It's like oh boy. I heard that he got a. Con- did he get a contract on uh, from Michigan or Michigan with Fox? Yeah, he's going to be back with Fox. All right. I oh, I heard somebody yeah. just ranting, a local guy ranting about how terrible of a of a of a deal that was. That is totally wrong because he urban is, so is he's a good. great analyst i know like, and i heard i heard an, a local so analyst good. talking about how terrible he was at being an analyst and how boring he was he breaks every single rule of tv which is being boring and i was like i actually as a like person he's a scumbag as a person he's a scumbag completely he you is listen so to him good on tv his mind you can just hear why he is a great coach he was just going yep. through mid- yep. midlife crisis break down yeah, exactly. it's like a tony romo of like I can listen to him, Dude, and you realize didn't even know like, who Derrick Henry was. It, how <laughs> great of a quarterback <laughs> yeah. he can read stuff just off pre-snap. Like that is Urban Meyer. It oh, literally so helps good. the general public understand yeah. football to another level. John, yeah. where are we at with time right now? You don't want to know. Oh no. shit! Micah's watch is right there. If you want to take a peek at <laughs> I it, I don't know. We're, no, we're, yeah. we're not that bad. Ouch. Well, I mean, like the time total time that we've been recording. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we started kind of on time, so if you can just take <laughs> two <laughs> and minus, minus it from Hold ten. On. I'm just gonna. Ju- All right. Let me just jump in. This is college football preview. This is the biggest part of the year for you guys. It really is. So screw it. We should go long. Yeah. We're long. Right, I'm lions, excited baby. to get into this. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's lions. Let's yeah. Go. No. Like, uh, all right. The last, the last part we want to talk about was Heisman candidates. I don't think we need to get into it. I think we're getting rid of that. What? what? You want to you want to talk Heisman? Why, why would you Rimbic, bring who it wins up? the Heisman? Who wins the Heisman? Aiden Hutch, babe. Oh, excuse me. Say what? <laughs> All right. I'm gonna honestly. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is Will Anderson Jr.'s year. I think they're going defense. I think college football is gonna see some crazy stuff this year. A defensive player is going to win the Heisman Trophy. He should have been there instead Bama? of Aiden last year. He's going to be there this he's year. He's Bama, right? He shouldn't have been there instead of Aiden. I think he should have he's been there. He's Bama, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's a stud. Yeah, he's Absolute unbelievable. Stud. It's going to be the first. He would have been the first overall, overall pick, pick this year. He's unbelievable. If the team doesn't need a quarterback. Yeah, he's he would have been the first overall pick last year. He will be next year if yeah, if they don't need a quarterback. Okay, if it's going to go offense, Bryce Young. It's no question. Back to back? Yep. Do you have any flyers that, that are interesting to you guys? Uh, CJ Stroud is really yeah, good. Yeah, I've got one. Will Levis and Corum, Jordan Addison. <laughs> Jordan Addison? Yeah. Will Levis and Jordan Addison. Yeah, wide receiver. He's so good. Wait, why is Will Jordan Addison? Will Levis and Jordan Addison. Yeah, no, Jordan Addison's really good. Correct. Wait, where are they I from? I trying say to that, agree with you, but you keep, <laughs> correct. keep I'm getting, it, getting like, at Will Levis. Uh, Wait, where are they from real quick? Kentucky, Will Levis. Yep. Oh, Jordan Addison's wide receiver now with – Previously with, with, with Pitt, Pitt, and now he's with USC. Yep, I'm out. Okay, both of those garbage picks. All right, who do you got, Jarrett? <laughs> uh, CJ Stroud. Who do you think's gonna win? And then CJ Stroud, us a, favorite a sleeper. I nope. I honestly think Ohio State will be undefeated this year. I agree with that because I just, their offense is so their offense is so ridiculous this year. Smith and Jigba. I'm huge into them. I think their running back could do it. You're into them, and I think yeah. Oh, their running back. Who is no? Uh, Travion Henderson. Yeah, boring. Pick Dude, him, he's, he's but so Bryce Young. Let me fun fact about the Heisman. 
Uh, back-to-back Heisman, same person, has not happened since, like, 1971. So, so I, There's only I one player that's ever won it twice, right? Bryce is out. I'm, I'm out on Bryce because that hasn't happened in, like, Why? 50 years. I Why? Just, because the NCAA Her- will Walker? allow it? Yeah. Is it Herschel? It might have been, like, a big-name <laughs> yeah. person like that. Herschel. Herschel. It might is have he Herschel. running for governor No, I don't think so. I think it was a quarterback because <laughs> Johnny Football used to be compared to this guy Maybe. all the time because he won it as a freshman, can, right? John, check that out. Johnny Football won as a freshman. I'm going to make John yeah, check but that he out. Yeah, but he didn't Dorbos win again, but they, everybody picked him for back-to-back. But that's, that's the only reason I didn't go Bryce. Bryce has a good shot. I think he's second. But I, I just the, the problem with Bryce is I think that he'll split votes with Will Anderson. So I think that will kind of hurt I, him in that side of the Defense league. is so hard, man. I just don't – I, I think Quinn said. Ewers from Texas, potential. That one's very I actually like that one. I, <laughs> but, I was going to talk potential. about Potential. He's John, my fourth. Or Caleb Williams is fifth Archie, for USC. Archie Griffin. Archie Griffin. Oh, that was the – wow, yeah. That was one that went back-to-back. But or I think two. that the oh, Heisman has come to the fact that you have to be a national chip, championship contender – to be a Heisman, which I hate, by the way. I That's hate stupid. that. Because I, I, I do too. I'm not a fan of that. Kyle Trask. Let me just, I'm just going to say this as a All right, let's move on. No, as a, no, listen. let's move on. Texas wide just, receiver. Who's the Texas wide receiver that oh, went? Xavier Worthy. Xavier. Were you really going to go with Kyle? All right, never mind. <laughs> that year, his stats were insanely better than Bryce, but like Bryce won. Okay. Right, I tried whatever. moving on. <laughs> I tried. Kenny Pickett, right? <laughs> Wasn't he. A candidate? But I'm just saying, if you lose three games, two games, you're out of the Heisman. He didn't so lose to Bryce you have Young. To look, you have to look at teams that are going to be national he didn't champions. Lose oh, I to agree Bryce with that. Young, completely. Though, right? I agree. What? He didn't, Kyle Trask did not lose to Bryce Young. That's what you said. Who was that two years ago? When we, we almost beat Bama with Pitts and all them, it was a shootout. It's who was so the funny Bama how quarterback? little we actually care about who wins these type of things. Because I don't oh, remember Mac who Jones? won two years ago. Mac Jones won. It might have been Mac. And Mike, Mac might have won the. Mac Jones won? No, no, no. It was, no, it was, it was, it was the wide receiver. Williams or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it was Williams. Devontae. Uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. 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 Yeah. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Trask's numbers were insane. Smith. 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 Very American Popular name. Guys, <laughs> come on. Popular name. But I just think the Heisman has changed to you have to be no. a playoff team. Almost. Yeah, no, you, you Heisman's actually, coming. I Can I throw a couple sleepers out there? I'm going to go Do with it. the Hendon Hooker and Jack Miller the third. I don't know why. <laughs> Hendon Hooker? I'm out on Hooker? Hooker. Tennessee quarterback, Sounds like right? somebody that Deshaun Watson would vote for. I'm buying the Hooker. Jack Miller the third just sounds like a Heisman <laughs> winner, right? Just the name. Jack <laughs> Miller the third. How much Miller? are the odds? How much are the odds? Yeah. Oh, Hendon Hooker. How much is the Hooker for the odds? Yeah. <laughs> 6,600? Where'd you see Jack Miller? I don't know. He's down there on the right-hand side. I, I really think Jackson Smith and Jigba really could pull this thing off this year, and I know he's pretty high in the list. Well, and he wide receiver, CJ Stroud, and that's the reason he's going to have a chance because CJ Stroud knows about him, Which and one? he's going to just light him up. Yeah, wide receiver, Ohio State. Give me a second here. Hang on. Oh, a another Smith. Another Jigba. Smith. Smith. Yeah, and Jigba. I I think quarterback Stroud. I think your running back Chavion Williams or in Jigba. I I don't know why I'm so high on Ohio State this year. Dude. I just think their offense is going to be 50 points again. Uh, you just love them. Sorry, oh, dude. You guys, yeah, Urban has convinced me. John, <laughs> I'm sucking. You, you can Herb, you can I'm retract sorry, that yeah, statement yeah. about Jack Miller. That's Ohio State's second string quarterback. Get that? Why is he? Oh, out I don't here? Wait, Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. I, I know you don't know, but why is that moron on this list? Hold I'm on. sorry. Jack Miller died. He's right, a rapper. Why is Blake Corum on this list? He's not I, even going to be our number one running back. John, yeah, Jack Miller's a rapper. He no, died. He's not. Yes, he is. No, <laughs> Donovan Edwards. <laughs> is that correct? Is <laughs> nope. Mac Miller. 
Oh, that's Mac Miller. <laughs> Sean died. Clifford. Though. I don't mean to laugh at that. <laughs> I was going to say Sean Clifford. Like how is, he, how is Sean Clifford in his so. eighth year in college? <laughs> I don't understand. Long. He's, he's, still still so he's long. longer. He's been in college longer than I was I in college, and that's I, hard to do. I think he could play <laughs> again next year too. <laughs> Sean Clifford versus Bo Nix. Like Bo Nix has been. Who's the been there for longer? Years as well. <laughs> yeah, probably a Florida guy I know nothing about. Yeah, he's Auburn. Bo Nix was, was Auburn for, like for a while. Years. Where did he go oh, after that? I remember that? him, yeah. yeah. Where is he now? Like playing. Northwestern? <laughs> what is up? How do you get those names? Oh. No, listen, I think they're going to be still bad. <laughs> Nebraska. Who, did, who was their quarterback that was on their Martinez. Martinez yeah, was there for like 13 years. And it was well, like, it was, no, there was two different Martinez guys. It was his brother. Michigan State like, had there's a, two different Martinez. They had back-to-back brothers <laughs> yeah. as starting quarterback. Yeah. Michigan State has had the same kicker for the last 20 years. No, they moved on from no, him because they have He's a gone. kicker. Yeah, yeah, I they like got him. a guy from Auburn now. Sorry, I don't believe you. Auburn transfer. I like him. Freshman. Up, don't believe you. Nope. Yeah. No, he was a transfer from Auburn. Coughlin? Okay. Coughlin was Coughlin is gone. So Coughlin's gone. Coughlin. That was Coughlin. Coughlin. Bo Nix went to Oregon. Bo Nix really? is Oregon's quarterback? Oregon's quarterback? Crazy. Yeah. It'd be like with this, like I guess that's what Nike money gets you. Years old. With everything else that's like ha- like the transfer port, it'd be so fun to like actually dig into all of that stuff. But we just don't have time for that kind of stuff. No, to, like, no, keep dig on. into like, where this person started, where this person's at. Um, <laughs> so we are gonna skip Lions talk, right, John? Yes. All right, we're skipping. Oh Lions man, talk. I had some good. Sorry, you can come back next week. No, I can't. No, where are you at? Pit, Pitbull concert next week. Van Andel Arena. Wait, you came all the way to Michigan to see Mr. Worldwide? Van Andel Arena, a.k.a. Mr. Worldwide. Dale. John, there we go. From the Red Wings to Michigan State, we're talking about it. This is State of My Sports. Look, I'm not even going to apologize for going long with college football because it's college football. And you only get one season preview, you know, for college football. Not like a this season a preview 3.0, <laughs> like our, our mock draft. This should be a longer episode. We probably should have, like, broke this out into three episodes or something like that. But I, there's nah. no, way, didn't I, there's no way I could play college football right now. My shoulder hurts pretty bad because <laughs> I felt I, like, did something weird on a slip and slide. So Did you really? Yeah. Where were you doing a slip and slide? Denmark? <laughs> Dude. No, man. It's called oh, a, a sleeping slide. Yeah, Kevin's. Oh. And I, like, my shoulder's legitimately really sore because I went on a slip and slide. Yeah. Just another one of those things I said earlier. Dude, I, I have a scar from going on a slip and slide at one of those type of parties. We had some very inglorious moments this weekend. <laughs> bad. Bad, bad, bad. Anyways. Sorry, I had to bring up the slip and slide. Bettinghero.com. Promo code at my bets. Picks your money are back, and I lost my pen. Yeah, baby. John, do you have a pen? I do not. What kind of producer are you, John? To write down. You should have pens up the wazoo. Uh, Ready to come out. Sam chews on all of them. Sam is sitting on his pen. We avoid the pens. Anyway, pen fifteen club. (laughs) Pen state. (laughs) If you are interested at all in sports gambling go to bettinghero.com put in promo code MIBETS what they'll do is they'll lay out all the best promos available in the sports betting world if you want a hundred dollars free bet I'm sure it's on there if you want a thousand dollar free bet it's on there what betting hero does that does that nobody else really does is they lay out it's like the the what is it the the, the kayak 
The kayak, <laughs> the kayak of sports betting. All the best. All of them the are betting best. hub. Yes. Expedia. Of the world. Expedia. Hotels.com. Yes. The banana boat of betting. <laughs> might be. Expedia. <laughs> they have the best four promos available out there. No, but um, check them out. Put in promo code at my bets. Say that you live in the state of Michigan or wherever you live. And yeah, they'll you lay want. out the best ones you got. And it's all good to go. Obviously, we got the week zero. Not anything too fun to, to bet or, like, go on. But we're going to put our picks in, our first ones of the week. We're going to start with <laughs> UConn at Utah State. Utah State is a 27-and-a-half-point favorite. Jarrett, where are you going with the Utah State game? Boy, UConn is trash. Wait, this, what? Why are we doing this Why are game, you starting dude? with that game? Because this I want to end sucks, with Nebraska man. Oh, I think this game sucks. I could see... Uh, well, that's just kind of the way Week 0 goes. I understand. Mm. I think uh, Utah State... Sneaky good. Could be a playoff contender. I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I think this is going to be a 28-point game. Just the, the, the fact that they did 27.5, I want Utah State to win by 28. So I'm going to go Utah State minus 27.5. It's going to be a 42- Excuse me? 42 I to, think it's a good what's take. A 28? <laughs> what's a 28? <laughs> what's a 28? <laughs> 14. 42-14. 42-15. Oh, just five goodness. field goals real 42 quick. 42-15. <laughs> <laughs> watch out. It's a boot fest. I just want it to be 28, so I'm going to go Utah State minus 27. I'm not going to watch this game, but I'm going to take yes, Utah you State are. minus. Yeah, I probably will. Utah State <laughs> minus 27 and a half. Ryan or Micah or John, I don't. I, I think the, I think the Utah State uh, is a, is a good bet here. I, I agree with everything you guys are saying. <laughs> Twenty eight points probably. It's going to be Utah State and NC State final game of the year. I can't <laughs> tell what 13. John's going to do. He's got this smirk. <laughs> Watch out for NC State and no, Utah State. I, I'm going to go with a safe bet here. Utah State, no problem. Johnny boy. All right, let me get off to a good start. Give me UConn. Oh. I'm, yeah, they're going to cover. Have a clean sweep. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to cover some points. So I'm going to oh get off boy. to the early lead in the they're race. Terrible. They probably they're have terrible. a decent Yikes. pass rusher that's no good. Can't bend. <laughs> yeah. We do have a Big the Ten team, team playing <laughs> somebody that's not the Big Ten team. We got Wyoming at Illinois. Illinois, a 10 point favorite. Jarrett, you're going to keep us rolling going first here. No, can I not go first? Nope, you're going to go first can't. every time. Um, I, I think Illinois is trash. <laughs> I, I honestly <laughs> think they're the worst team in the Big Ten. I, uh, I am, yeah. I'm going that route this year. I think Illinois is the worst bit team in the Big Ten. Give me Wyoming plus 11. Wyoming plus 11. All right, I'm going to keep going second. Or 10, whatever gonna, you got. I'm going to go with Illinois minus 10. Oh, why not? You guys are you guys are all wrong here. Chad Muma, both of us are line, wrong. Linebacker, <laughs> how is that possible? I don't know. Linebacker out of Wyoming, <laughs> graduated. Bush. He's not there anymore. So uh, he's not. You're right. Illinois. <laughs> Chad Muma, big loss. Wait, who'd you go with? Illinois. Oh, you went with him. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he told me we were both wrong. He told yeah, us we were both. He said wrong. we're both wrong. We picked different. You, picks. you tricked me. I was <laughs> coming up with my clever all right, routine. You're going to there. Illinois. All right, I'm going Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan or John, I don't care. Yeah, uh, give me give me Wyoming. All right. Let's yeah. go, John. Yeah, Jarrett will be in second place because I'll have the early lead with no, the UConn <laughs> game. We <laughs> got a few left. <laughs> Still think I need John there. to pick first next round. Micah, who Jeez. you got? Big Ten football. Come on, guys. Don't make a mistake. Let's go. Wyoming? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yo, Josh oh, Allen. Boy. Josh Allen, top pick. 
North Texas against UTEP, the biggest game of the year. North Texas at UTEP. There is no spread. What, what's the spread on the? It's, wow. it's, ju it's just a toss up. Oh, oh. So they're, they're just playing. Well right. They're playing straight up. Yeah, straight All right, up. Cool. All right we'll just Coin do straight up. Pick a winner. It <laughs> is. It's a, a pick. I'll go first. UTEP. Oh, I'm Dang. out. North Texas on this one. I love North Texas in this. Oh, really? <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's a very balanced approach, but I think uh, sure. North Texas squeaks North. us out by three. Game winning field goal. <laughs> this is a close matchup with just a toss-up pick here, straight yeah. up. So I'm going North Texas too. <laughs> Let's go, Ryan. I knew you'd. Utep Green, Green Machine. Utep Green and a blowout, machine. baby. Isn't that too late? Utep lame? blowout. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the home team. I'm assuming they're home. I don't know if it's probably on a neutral site. That just confuses <laughs> the crap out of me. I'm gonna go Utep. Oh man, I just crinkled up my sheet. Is Utep uh, <laughs> University of Texas El Paso? Sure is. All right, give me the Pasos. Yeah. Yeah, Utep. I'm doubling I'm doubling oh, down on this <laughs> on this like, week zero. <laughs> so that's nothing. that's worth two points for you? All right. Next we got Vandy I'm at Hawaii. In Hawaii, that's a tough place to play. Plus seven and a half for Hawaii. Jarrett, you're going back to starting us off. Yeah, he's, he's going SEC. Anyways, moving on. No, I'm not. So Vanderbilt lost their defense. They lost their head coach, who I like, George Mason or whoever. Or no, that's a school. George Mason is the name no of Mason. School. Whatever Mason. Mason Rudolph. Bill. <laughs> he was <laughs> Rudolph Red Nose Good coach. Vanderbilt will never be great in the SEC, but I think he was a great coach. They, he left to be a D coordinator somewhere. I'm going to go Hawaii. I think this is just a tough game. <sighs> Hawaii. You, you travel to Hawaii? Isn't give, Vanderbilt give the coach that, that said that he's going to be the, the next? He did. He said he's, <laughs> He said at some No, he said something like I'll be we will we, win we like will the, be, we will be the Alabamas. Yes. Like we Alabama. brought that in our Saber Shredder episode. Nothing wrong with it. You should have. You should always have there confidence. So much wrong with it. And always have a girl <laughs> kicker go out there and embarrass herself. Yeah. I think. 100%. I think Hawaii wins this plus eight. Hawaii wins. You said. Yeah. Oh, even. I, you guys are freaking confusing. <laughs> Didn't you just go on a, on and on about why Vandy's going to win? No, I said Vandy with Mason would have been good, but Mason left. <laughs> I think Vandy's in shambles. George Mason. Yeah, Vandy's in shambles. <laughs> Hawaii is going to win this game outright. Right. Plus seven and a half. Right. Outright. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> All right. Right. Rainbow sold, Warriors. You sold, sold me. <laughs> I'm taking Hawaii. Rainbow <laughs> I Warriors. I didn't give a flying F about this game. Now I'm going to be really I know intrigued. Vandy, new coach. I'm going Vandy. Oh, you're an idiot. No, because hear How me out. Hear me out. Sheet, they're Ryan. all going to be happy the because SEC. they're in Hawaii. It's, a, it's an experience for them to go there. So they're Wait, all going to be Vandy? in a good mood. I'm taking Vandy. And uh, and then also their baseball team is a good program. I'm taking Vandy. <laughs> I knew that's why. That's a great Vandy. You know they're going to be in a good baseball mood. They're going to win. Guys, they've got pitching staff all the time. Like, those guys throw 100. That's easy. a great pick. But Al Leiter Jr. More, more importantly, they're going to be in a good mood. Well, yeah, and they're going to be happy. <laughs> surfing and Al Leiter Jr. is on their baseball program. NC State is ranked uh, preseason because of their basketball program, so I'm going to roll with NC Excellent. State, too. <laughs> Wait, he, NC State's not even part of this oh. game. <laughs> Vanderbilt in Hawaii. They're going to make the playoffs. Vanderbilt oh at Hawaii. Gosh. Give me Vandy. Vandy, all right. I'll roll with you, Ryan. I like it. Damn rainbows. Where you Give me the flying her ra her rainbows. Flying or fighting? I don't know. <laughs> flying. Give me Mark, give me Hawaii. Are they her rainbows or just rainbows? No, her rainbows. I rainbow put, warriors. I, I put 
Hawaii and rainbows together. Oh. Or rainbows. Got it. All right. Why? Our last to to get there. game of the week. The big one. You got Nebraska against Northwestern. They're playing where? In like Scotland? Uh, Ireland. 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 Dublin, yeah. I knew it was like one of those. Ireland. That'd be fun to go fun to. Game. Crazy fun game. You get Northwestern plus 13. Dang. That's a lot of points. I saw yesterday when I was looking at this, it was off the board. So I'm assuming there was something that came out. I didn't dig into it. But Northwestern plus 13 seems a little odd. Jared, where are you going this one? I love this. Uh, I think this is no, – you have to take Northwestern easy on this one. So, fun fact, you can actually bet Northwestern over three and a half wins on the season. I think this is one of your best bets of the year. Whoa. Yeah, listen, Fitzgerald has Bettinghero.com. Bettinghero. Fitz, Fitzgerald has bets. only gone back-to-back – Losing seasons twice in his whole entire regime with Northwestern. Like I think they're going to be better. They're going to be better than what you think. Three and a half is the over-under for wins. I think I heard this take earlier. This is a win. I think this is a win. Northwestern is more decent than UK. They're not going to be great, but Frost, I don't trust them. This is a w- either an outright win, but I'll give me the 13 points or whatever. That's great. You taking Northwestern, Ryan? No, I'm taking Nebraska. I think I'm hedging my bets here. I'm going Nebraska right now. And earlier what I said about Northwestern being pretty good, I'm just covering my bases. <laughs> hedging, you're just hedging bets at this point? <laughs> How many points did you get? It? <laughs> I think John. it's going to be a low-scoring game, so give me uh, Northwestern with the 13. Let's go, Johnny. Yeah, me and Jarrett will be in first and second. We're going to be having a good time. Dude, you just outrighted me after the one. Wow. Micah. This is the beginning of the end of Scotty Frost. Give me so Patty Fitz and the Wildcats. Cheers to that. Yeah, Scott Frost is done. Stick think, a fork in him, baby. The end I of the, think the, the end. exact opposite. I think this is the beginning of Scott Frost at Nebraska. After 13 years. Oh, you cannot say that as a Harbaugh fan. I can say whatever I want. He's been less than seven years before Harbaugh had, had his win. I could give a crap less. Scott Frost sucks. I agree with that. You should hedge, you should hedge it. Like I Ryan. agree with that, but I'm <laughs> still going to take Nebraska. I think Nebraska <laughs> could be a very, very sneaky team. They were very unlucky I'm either gonna in be a right lot of their games right. last year, including Michigan and Michigan State. It's a win-win. I think Nebraska's ready to do this thing and ready to compete in, in the Big Ten, whatever direction. Northwestern blows. <laughs> I agree with on. that. I think Nebraska. I think Northwestern's going to be bad again. I really do. I think Nebraska. Should be we go solid. to this game? That's the real question. Uh, yeah. If you yeah. Can get tickets and a plane ticket. I'll look at. I'll look at. Can, can we tickets. all go on a work trip? Yeah, let's go to work in come a different on, country. Hey, come on, no. come on. It's exhausting. Well, we're two and a half hours in now, point. right? Two and a half? Oh, yeah, yes. we're like six seconds away from two and a half if Holy we cut out Paradise it's Outlaw at the beginning. It's college football. It's worth like, it. We are here. You know college football. Let's get into the this Lions. This is a record. This is a record. Yo, I would do the Lions. This is a segment. record. If we include Paradise Outlaw, we're w- well over two and a half. I say, I say we regroup and just go Lions. The only way this is not. You don't have to tell me. The only way this is not a record is if we include all the technical difficulties when you were gone that one time and Trav, like, did a farewell farewell to breast cancer survivors. (laughs) Thank you for your struggles. Thank you for your (laughs) struggles. That's the only thing that can compare to this timeline right now. Should we lines? But this funny thing is this has been one straight shot. You guys had breaks after breaks after breaks. I don't even. Well, they were technical difficulty breaks. (laughs) They weren't planned. Well, maybe they were planned. Anyways. Both are equally stressful. Lions. I'm going to hit the drop. 
drinking craft beer, having fun, and talking sports in the state of Michigan. You're listening to State of My Sports. Why are you guys looking at each other? Jared, Why are you guys doing this? Jared, do you want to talk more or something about the betting or what? I want to talk about Lions. No, we're not talking Lions. We're going to watch. I'm only here once a we're year, We're going to watch basically. Hard Knocks. He's going to go, all right, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to watch Lions. Lions. And then maybe we'll jump back in and, and I, I wrote it. notes about Lions. You want to <laughs> want me to go through them real quick? Yeah. What time does Hard Knocks start? Here's what's going to happen. Wide receivers. But then we can rewatch. Guess it. what? Quintus Cephas is gone. He's going to be dropped. Quintus Cephas? Yeah, he sucks. I feel bad that you He's gotten hurt and he's out. I don't, you should feel really bad. We should talk about this. I wrote a lot of notes. I think you should just show up on Tuesday. Next week, Tuesday. I have Pitbull concert. <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull Worldwide. Concert. What about Monday? Why don't we'll we just do Monday. Monday? We can do Monday. If you want to do Monday. Might be able to. I don't we know if I can. talk about that off Let's air. Think Ryan's out. <laughs> Ryan gave up immediately. Can't that's do a okay. Monday going to 11. All I can say, listen, Vikings talk real quick. Jalen Naylor oh, is, come on. is impressing a lot of people. Yeah, because he's, he's really good. That's why. Uh, he actually yeah. was a kind of a steal. I know. Fourth he's round, fast. Fifth round. He's yeah. fast. Deep threat. Anyways, all right, here we go. Sam, what do you got? We got mm-hmm. our beer grades, which we're getting into now. You guys good with that? I honestly don't even remember what we were drinking tonight. Ryan, grab uh, the orange can. It was so long ago. <laughs> this is what we're drinking now. Tell me what this was do. the second one. Lucky for you guys, there's going to only be four Beer grades tonight. Because <laughs> you didn't drink any of it. I didn't get it on the Yeah, so that'll, that'll save us the 30 seconds that we needed to save. <laughs> All right, guys. This is Claws Are Out. This is a double rice IPA. What the yeah, heck? Yeah, that, that sh- threw me off. Double rice double IPA, rice. 7.8. This is a rice beer? It's kind of ricey. All right. Or racy. I actually kind of like this. Uh, 7.8% so um, from Transient. Artisan ales, like what do you guys think? I don't know. I'm not, I, I gotta I think it's, it. To be honest with you, I think it's got a bit more crisp than the juice is loose. So the juice is loose. I think Ryan was saying earlier that it it, it felt heavy or just kind of drank heavy, which compared to claws are out, kind of does, right? Yeah, it's this a lot is, lighter. Yeah, so juice, sure. juice is loose is a double IPA, eight percent. So very comparable, seven point eight to eight for sure. Seems like the biggest difference between the two is just standard, you know, it, right. And, and, and now remind yourselves beer. that, you know, these are a bunch of guys that <laughs> just kind of talk what they like. We we don't know a whole lot about the processes. I know everything about beer. And, you know, like the, the different types of beers. I, I get it. Don't you put that on me. But listen, don't don't you put that on me. But no, honestly, I these beers are really, really good for what they are. That the Juice is Loose is fantastic for... You know, a juicy IPA, like but, the the, flavor but this actually, rice beer, like, very we started getting into these rice beers last year about this time. Yeah, we when did. Ki- when Kyle was still on, you know, we, we went through Ooh. this, <laughs> yeah, that man Kyle, we went through this small rice phase of kind of going through different beers that we would get from Siciliano's that, you know, it was like, try this rice beer, try this, try this, try this. And it was, I don't know what the rice does to the beer. Ask your Ask your beer buddy. I have no idea, but that beer is really, really good. It's really light, really crisp. Yeah, I mean, that the fact that this is a seven point eight percent is kind of mind blowing. Yep. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Yeah. So um, uh, good. So yeah, again, the difference eight <laughs> percent versus seven point eight. There good. should be no difference according to the description. Versus, it's really just rice versus normal. So comparing them head to head, like I obviously like the the juicier one 
the flavor, like the extra juice, extra um, flavor, like I said, yep. and juice. Is, is, is better in my opinion. But that, that rice one is, is very interesting for how smooth it is to get that amount of alcohol. And I like those type of things too. So I, I like both of them. I'm going to go with a 8.4 for the juice is loose. I'm going to go with a 8.1 for the rice beer. Claws are out. Claws are out. Hmm. All right, I'm going to nice. go mine. Uh, claws are out. 7.8%. 7.8 score. I think that's like a legit it's a, good yeah. beer. I could drink a couple of those. Um, very dangerous. The juice is loose. Let me just tell you. The juice, uh, Jarvis Landry and NFL, that's his nickname, Juice. He's number 80, 8.0. All right. That's Saints. my ranking. Saints. Well juice, juice is a little bit better than Claws are out, but very close. He's, he's with the Saints now? Yeah, Saints. Yeah. OJ oh, Simpson was driving 80 miles an hour in that high-speed chase, too. Ooh, and was he's he loose. the juice? <laughs> he's yeah. loose, right? Yeah. And he's the juice. <laughs> Yo, we're getting into something here. Juice got loose. Conspiracy theory? <laughs> the glove don't fit. You must have quit. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Transient. I wonder if you poured it into a 16-ounce glass if it would fit. <laughs> no? Right. No, I like that. Did you I get laughed. grades? Kardashian? Oh. Um, what? <laughs> juice is loose, man. Oh, yeah, because the, the oldest is actually OJ's daughter. No, the father is, no. w- was the lawyer in, in that trial. Um, yeah, but the Mr. rumors Kardashian. are that. Wow. The rumors are that Chloe, the oldest, is actually OJ's daughter. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that. I've heard it. All right, I got to go watch some YouTube videos. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, Juice is Loose. Uh, too heavy for me right now. I just, I don't know. I'm not into these beers. I'm going to go, it, the, the flavor's good. I'm going to go 7.5, so it's a respectful, mm. respect for the flavor, but not what I'm really, like, really into right now. I'm going to go with uh, an 8.2 for the Claws Are Out. I think that's a really good beer. I really like the rice. I think rice beers are kind of, I don't know, they're easy to drink. Too many carbs. Rice, carbs. <laughs> I, I think there's less wheat. China. <laughs> White rice. Uh, juice is loose, 8.5. And claws are out, 8.4. Very, very nice. John, Impressed. how was your Miller Lite over there? Or er, High Life? I had one of each. They were both very good. <laughs> um, I'll give the Miller Lite 6.4 for the 64 <laughs> calories. And Great point. <laughs> yeah, Miller High Life a little higher than that. You know what I'm saying? You want a ranch water? <laughs> Reggie Miller. You want a ranch water? Well, that was – Number five. I, I don't have sound here. 5.0. That was there episode 170. Nice long one. College football. Thanks for joining us. Jared, thanks for football. being here, baby. Love you guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you all for recording. Yeah. Thank you all for watching. Who's still awake? You've been listening to State Talk to you of next week My Sports. Week. From the Red Wings to the Lions to the Tigers to the Pistons to Michigan and Michigan State and everything in My between. breakout players. We're talking Watch out, Khalif Raymond. Here and he comes, don't baby. forget the beer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at State of My Sports with an M-I. We'll see you next time.